Here we go. The Tournament of Random Movies winner for Tournament of Random Movies 7. Lucky number 7. And we're lucky for sure, because we're talking about Mortal Kombat. The game is epic. But what about the movie? The 1995 classic. We're talking about it. Got old uh, Lambert. What the fuck's his name? Christopher, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. <laughs> rocking that Raiden. <laughs> Epic. Ha. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that and more on a, <laughs> on a very finish him edition of the Review Review. Flawless victory. <laughs> Those were $500 pair of sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review Show, where two small town dudes give you our big, fatalic, 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 big phallic opinions. <laughs> I Troy to the match extreme. And I guess I'm hard. <laughs> Today we are going all in, all hard on all Mortal hard. Kombat. We're going to put our big hard dicks into Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, way to just not be subtle about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going over the winner of the tournament, Mortal Kombat, yes. later on in the show. Also joining our Dumb Action January. Yes. Piling it on. Piling, piles on piles here. <laughs> uh, then we'll just talk about a little bit about Mortal Kombat in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, later on in the show. Uh, I'm excited about it. Good. I'm excited just for the quotes alone that we've been already <laughs> saying. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but why don't we dip into a little bit of news? Oh, I don't well, have a whole if lot. If you insist. But uh, let's see what happens. So, <laughs> Google... Uh, Google. Multi-billion dollar company. Its parent company, Alphabet, which I didn't really okay. know was a thing or know what they do besides own Google, apparently. They hit $1 trillion in the stock market <laughs> just the other day for the first time ever. Well, good for them. Yeah. It's I, so good to see small I, businesses succeeding. Yeah, you know, a real grassroots thing. <laughs> Finally getting its comeuppance. Uh, so I was reading a little bit about this, and it wasn't even, like, the first company to ever do it. Like, Apple has done it, Microsoft, and some other company. Some other tech company has also done it. Yeah. But, uh... Yahoo! <laughs> nah, probably not probably Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> Something else. Amazon was the other one that did it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Um, fucking Bezos. <laughs> yeah, billion. That bald, weird fuck. <laughs> Building his fucking dick-shaped spaceships or yeah. whatever he's doing. His weird, lazy eye that you can kind of see. Yeah, what is going on? He's got a billion dollars and I, he decides I, to look like I think that. he's 25% robot. <laughs> Probably at this point. <laughs> he's just an Alexa underneath. <laughs> that thing he had an alexa installed <laughs> in his weird lazy eye uh but anyway yeah it's it's still quite an amazing feat a trillion dollars that's fucked up man. yeah 
You can buy, like, the United States <laughs> with that. Probably. It's crazy. They probably have. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they've <laughs> infiltrated this house, for sure. I got a new Nest Mini Hub over oh, in my no. kitchen right now. You're feeding the monster, yeah, Troy. Know. You know what's really cool, though? What? If you call somebody that has got a Google Home device and you have Google Duo, yeah. you can talk on the phone through your Google device. Oh, shit. You have it set up. I just did it today with my brother. Oh, my God. Pretty sweet. I know. We got we to gotta set up where we can just call each other through Google. That's right. Just set it up, man. Because I got a Google. Set it up. We, we can just be like, hey, call Troy, and then you just show up. Yeah, that's how it happens. I just show up through the Google port. Okay. <laughs> the Google teleport. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> Make your daughter go insane. That's right. Is that Joel? Joel, he coming over? <laughs> no. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed. Speaking of, we had to wait for her to go to bed first to record tonight. Yeah. Sea Danger is terribly sick. Yes. She has influenza B. Yeah. Not cool. Yep. Uh, I jumped into into the uh, the quarantine zone mm-hmm. just for this. Don't worry, I don't have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a carrier. Yeah. But I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. I'm gonna come home and give it to Molly, and then we're all gonna be just She's gonna sick g- as fuck for the next. <laughs> give it to the school. Three weeks. Yep. <laughs> and then we're all. Yep. We're just gonna spread it to the county. Right. It's ground zero. The county's here. gonna be fucked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Google. There well, you go. Luckily, my cousin gave me wild turkey before I showed up here, so it probably killed any kind of germs <laughs> I have in me. You get what, what that one hundred and one <sighs> or whatever. It yeah. Who. That'll fuck him, that redheaded work. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Buying me shots before I came over here. Uh, I'm still enjoying a nice cup of Earl Grey tea, mm. as my doctor says. <laughs> I should probably stick to a healthy diet, being that I don't want to be in crippling stomach pain. <laughs> so now I'm like scared to drink. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's that sucks. But uh, someday. Hey, someday I'll bet I'll I'll dip my I'm sure if you, back in. If you give yourself like a day a month mm-hmm. yeah to let Hopefully loose actually when I was talking to him he said that's probably the worst thing to do is to binge on one day because it shocks your system oh <laughs> Jesus he's like it'd be okay to have like one like one drink a day like a beer a day or a glass of wine that's fine don't binge because you're not 20 anymore. And he's literally said, like, I'm old. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. You old piece of shit. <laughs> he's like, I used to be able to down 12 pack too. Guess what? You can't. You're getting old. And I'm like, God, this is the worst doctor visit ever. <laughs> I'm like, all right. All right. All right. So, anyway, but I lost weight. So I'm I'm into that. That's good. So it's good. Little, <laughs> you're looking tight. Little life update. Look a little pretty tight. Thanks. <laughs> uh, HBO JT is in the news. Yep. Do you read this? All you said was HBO's in the news. <laughs> it could be a any measure of things. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know why. I just love doing that. <laughs> Uh, HBO actually is not going to be pursuing a second season of Watchmen. 
Oh. Uh, because Damon Lindelof just doesn't feel like he's up to doing it. Okay. So I respect that decision. Yeah. Um, because it probably was a lot of work to put that show together. Yeah, <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, gauging by like how much it tied together and how much they couldn't probably, s how, uh, everybody's eyes were on them. That oh yeah. That is going to be watching Watchmen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that, it, why would you want the stress again mm -hmm. and to follow up like a near perfect show? Oh, I know. With something that probably won't live up to it. And I much respect someone that's like, you know what? I did what I did. I can't think of anything else. Right. I'm not going to force it. Right. The ending is a tad ambiguous, but it kind of makes it so you can kind of just make but up your it, own. But yeah, but it's also kind of like the same ending as like the book was where the book, the end of the book was kind of ambiguous. That's true. It didn't... Yeah. Yeah. I think I like... Um, hmm. I was going to say I like the ending of the book a little bit more because it's a little more... I was going to say a little more subtle, but not really because it just unearths <laughs> Ozymandias' <laughs> master scheme yeah. to the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But it kind of sticks with the whole idea that like nothing ever ends, which is yeah. like kind of... Which kind of goes with it where it's like, okay, you got rid of Dr. Manhattan... Yeah. But that means, that doesn't mean that he's, like, his powers are gone forever or whatever. That's right. That's right. Um, also, I'd, so, I also read that uh, HBO, if you already have a subscription, then you're already able to get HBO, not all now, but HBO Max, which is going to add a, all the, that Warner library Ooh. to it. And I have it already, so I'm going to see... But I have HBO now. I don't have a subscription to, like, HBO on TV. I wonder if that's different. Mm. So I want to check that out. More up on that. Because if that's the case... Because I was thinking about dropping HBO, and I just haven't done it yet. But yeah. if they got that, that huge I got, Warner I got library... something from what I've been watching from HBO that might be pretty interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, rumor! Probably crack open that rumor mill door over here. <laughs> Uh, you do it way better than me. Taika Watiti, yeah, is rumored to possibly be creating a Star Wars movie. Heard about this? Yeah, it could be a myriad of many things. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've seen him dip his toe into space already with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Now I don't think it would be like as colorful as a movie if he was going to be doing it. Yeah. Um. Because I feel like the Star Wars reigns are a little bit tighter on directors than, like, a Marvel ones. Yeah. Even though Marvel's probably pretty tight as oh, well. Oh, for sure. But, like, they gave him pretty decent creative freedom in Thor Ragnarok to really mm -hmm. revitalize that character. And I think even with Star Wars in particular, now that they've, quote-unquote, ended the Skywalker saga, mm -hmm. that there's a lot more free... I'm sure there's probably a lot more free reign with that. Yeah, I would say so. Um, even if it's like a, I would almost like a, a one-off movie rather than him like, yeah, start a franchise of something like yeah. not, not another franchise, but another like, you know, running storyline, mm -hmm. uh, just so he can really like make his own mark on one little corner over here and not be obligated to be tied to that for the next yeah 10 years, you know, yeah. like try and do what, like, like kind of like what Marvel's doing now where you can take the whole the whole galaxy 
as is and like build small stories out of those mm-hmm. where like you don't even have to be at a war anymore. It's just like, oh, here's what's happening on Tatooine. Sure. Or here's what's, here's what's happening on Kashyyyk. Oh, Kashyyyk. Could you imagine oh, just a Wookiee centric movie? Imagine the Kashyyyk. <laughs> just nothing but <laughs> holiday <laughs> special. <laughs> Uh, speaking of galaxy-spanning things, did you catch up on the last couple episodes of Crisis on Infinite Earths? Not yet. I haven't either. I heard that, uh, Ezra Miller makes an appearance as Flash. I watched, actually, that scene, because I didn't believe it. I thought it was clickbait, (laughs) so I clicked on it, obviously. (laughs) So I was like, what? I thought it was, like, a fan edit. And it was like, no. It was a real thing where Ezra Miller's Flash meets... The Flash Flash. Jesus. <laughs> and they have like a full on cover. I watched it with the sound off because I was trying to get a kid to sleep. Oh, yeah. But I was like, this is really happening. Holy shit. <laughs> they said they were never going to do this. But there you go. Well, now it's here. Maybe I'll try and binge all of the episodes and we can do an extra on it next week. Cool. I'm not going to go back and watch the other ones, I think. I'm just going to finish up I don't remember anything two. that happened on the last one. <laughs> I so. couldn't really help you. The only Fuck. one I'd want to rewatch is the last one, because I feel like I missed a chunk of it. Like I missed with... chunks out of all the ones that I watched, because <laughs> I fell asleep during both of them. I did fall asleep during the last one, during like a middle chunk, and that's pretty sad, because I think they're only 30 minutes long? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. But there is something I missed with the Brandon Ralph Superman. That okay. I feel like I needed to see for uh, some questions that arose near the end yeah. of the episode. I think I, I'm, I've only watched two episodes, and I definitely fell asleep halfway through the second one. The first one, I think I have enough that I can piece together where I don't need to go back and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, more it's like, power I get to you. I get it. Green Arrow's dead. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they they just they do it in such a way where they make it so emotional. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> fuck this anything else. Old bloated fuck. Just <laughs> move on to the next episode. Everyone's crying. And I can care less. Oh, you know what's funny? So I tuned into an Arrow episode like two years ago because I'm like, I wonder where the show's at now. And apparently, somebody died. Like Black Canary died, or something. <laughs> So they erected a statue of her in the city, and it was the shittiest looking statue I've ever seen of an homage of, like, a person. And I'm like, oh, if I was a character that died on a television show and that was the monument of me, I would not feel great about it. (laughs) Man, I'm kind of looking forward to that uh, Birds of Prey movie coming out, because it it could be either, like, <laughs> decent or real shitty. I am, yeah. They, they make Black Mask and Victor Zaz look like two frat boys that are just like, huh? How about these chicks we're trying to kill, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, like, Victor Zaz is supposed to be, like, a ruthless serial killer. Yeah. And he, like, he's like a, he's like a frat boy with scars on his face. I don't know what to think <laughs> about that movie. Because... I didn't know who anybody was except for Harley Quinn. I wouldn't have known unless they fucking had the like fucking titles of the character on the screen. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Sure. Sure. I could see him as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a group of women doing the same thing. I know. 
fuck. And then I didn't even know it was supposed to be rated R. Because I watched, oh, yeah. like, the, the, they had, like, a Red Band trailer out where it's, like, Margot Robbie's yelling fuck. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the damn are they where? doing here? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm but very we'll curious about it. I know. Rated R stuff's been cleaning up lately, I so I, I, let's see. This could either be decent or real shitty. <laughs> yeah. I'm yep. really hoping for real shitty. I'd make for a better show. Yeah, that's true. It'd make for a better show. <laughs> I'd probably not be enjoying it during watching. <laughs> but you know what? I hope it's shittier just compared to just like middling. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then it's just no fun for anything. It's yeah. just like, oh, that was it. Well, I mean, this happened. So uh... <laughs> Yeah. It just ends up us saying, like, well, then she did this, and then Black Mask said this, and then that was the end. That should be all of our shows. It's like all of our reviews. So, like, uh, it's like Liu Kang said this, and then uh, Shang Tsung was like, nah-uh. Nah-uh. And then, uh, then Johnny Cage was like, hey, don't break my glasses. Yep. That was about it. That was it. All right. So, uh, where can they reach us, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> then totally ramp up the excitement at the end. Mortal <laughs> <laughs> Kombat! Um, and that's all the news I got. Oh, okay. There, JT. Jesus. Nice warning, Troy. Sorry, I sprung it on you. God damn it! Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh. Yeah, my fucking cousin got me fucked up. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be waiting at the bar to come down here. Well, I, you said you were going to try and get her to sleep at like 730. 7.30. 7.30. So I then did. I was like, okay. So I was, I went, I was going to get food at 7.30. And then I was like, okay, so we probably don't, won't get started until like 8. So I'll just get my food and then I'll leave from here. And then when I messaged you was when I got it. And then you're like, oh, she's still not asleep. So like, okay, I'll just eat at the bar. And then Matt showed up. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> This is always bad. Cause he, yeah, he just saw me across the bar and he was like, "Hey, buy your beer." I was like, oh, yeah, sure. You want another one? No, I, I can't. And then like five minutes later, it's like <laughs> the freaking bartender comes up and says, "Hey, Matt says go fuck yourself." And then he she lays a shot right up in front of me. Like, God damn it! I should have got the fucking beer. So yeah, so I'm I'm a wild turkey and three beers deep right now. So. It's going to leave this Mortal Kombat review really interesting. Real interesting. Uh, Got some Better Call Saul news, Troy. Okay. And this might pique your interest because uh, it appears that Better Call Saul has renewed itself for a sixth and final season. And final. Okay. Okay. So that means that they're ramping up the Better Call Saul uh, prequel story. To where it will probably line up with uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking, Breaking Bad. So, uh... My Vince Gilligan impression. Breaking Bad. Break, Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's like Mr. Chips. <laughs> if he was Scarface. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. So, yeah, there you go, Troy. So, now there's an end point. Great. Now, Better it... Call Saul won't seem so insurmountable <laughs> if you want to go back and... Yeah. Tackle it all the way through. I like how that's my gauge of things. It's like, oh, it went ten seasons, but it's done? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but they're they're gonna be on their fifth season this this coming season, and uh this is where uh 
uh, Jimmy gets uh, his office. Okay. Like the the signature the Better Call Saul strip mall office. Okay. Right on. I'm so, into it. So there you go. Now he's be- slowly becoming Saul Goodman. Saul. I'm so into it. Uh, I want to see it. I want to see it all. Good. Very soon. I, I just want you to see Michael McKean as his brother. Because, ugh. Like, the scenes that they have together are so good. It's so good. Well, it'll happen sometime. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Troy, you love that Walking Dead? Uh... Sometimes I do. I think currently they're on like their tenth season right now. Is it still on? It's still on. Is are those Rick Grimes movies still happening? I don't know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. What else is happening? Okay. Apparently, The Walking Dead is getting yet another spinoff. Jesus, milk called that fucking The Walking cash Dead colon World Beyond. Okay. Where you're Space. following. <laughs> They go to space. Space. They don't go to space. Hmm. But instead, you are following uh, characters that have been born into this zombie-filled world. Okay. So now you're seeing it through the eyes of people that know nothing but this. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Which could be, yeah. Like, it's supposed to take place, like, <laughs> more in the future with grown-ups that are living in the zombie world. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think they touched on that in, um, <coughs> oh my God, Troy, <coughs> get it out. <laughs> they, in the, uh, third compendium of walking dead, um, near the end of it, they like do a, a jump in time and they also bring that up where there's like kids born in this and they know no different. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting so there you go finish that third compendium yet i'll get it sometime (laughs) sometime sometime great uh troy that snow piercer tv show happening it's they have officially have a release date great (laughs) they have a release date of sunday may 31st okay that's and, fairly close, yeah. I guess. And their cast looks pretty stacked. Okay. They got Jennifer Connelly. They got David Diggs. Okay. In there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe right. check this out when it comes out. All right. Okay. But I'm, I'm a fan of the, of the movie, unlike Dave. Dave shit all over the movie. Yeah, I like the movie, too. <laughs> Dave shits on anything fun. He does. <laughs> He doesn't like fun. And he does not. You hear that, Dave? He likes cripplingly sad depression. That's what he loves. And I also like that, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, Troy, Game of Thrones. Yeah. They still have that one spinoff left for HBO. Oh, are they going to do that now? The the Game of Thrones spinoff called House of Dragon Mm -hmm. will come out in 2022. Animated, all talking dragons. I wish. <laughs> I wish. But no, it's it's 2022, and they have like some big name that's attached to it. I can't remember who it is. Carl Urban. They wish it got Carl Urban. 
Oh, or is it going to be like that sh- 90s show Dinosaurs? Naomi Watts <laughs> is supposed to be involved Naomi in... Watts. Got it. In uh, or... House of Dragon. It's supposed to take place like a hundred years or something in the past where it was like... Where like the Targaryens like came in. Because they're supposed to be like immigrants that like got moved out of their country because of like a plague. And like they pretty much took over Westeros because they could control dragons. Okay. So it's like that whole story. More dragons? Yeah. Like you think this is back when like dragons were more prevalent. Okay. But they they but Targaryens can control dragons. So like they went to war like Westeros went to war with the Targaryens and they were like, We got dragons, go fuck yourself. And What's they, a like, Targaryen? It's a family. Why can they control dragons? Because it's it's like in their bloodline that they can like they can control dragons. Are they wizards? No, they just they're just like have like this symbiotic relationship with dragons. Okay. okay. And then uh, when the Mad King took over, he had all the dragons. Or no, the Mad King was a Targaryen. But then when there was like a coup against the Mad King, they like had all the dragons killed. Okay. And then Targaryens were like forced out of the country. I see. Okay. Okay. So is yeah. that the whole synopsis of you think that dragon show? Yeah, my pride, but maybe. <laughs> Probably. Perfect. <clears throat> uh, Troy got some news on that new James Bond, No Time to Die. Yeah. That they have officially found someone to sing the theme song. Oh, I saw this. For it. Actually. Billie Eilish. That's right. Who she's I guess is supposed year. to. She's supposed to be the youngest person ever to sing a, a, a James Bond theme. Look out, Adele. Get out of here. <laughs> She probably was the youngest one. Adele was. She, she probably was, was. She probably only was like 20-something. Yeah. Huh. Well, good good for Billie Eilish. Yeah. Can't wait to hear her take on a James Bondish theme with blaring horns and stuff. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning on maybe doing that for one of our shows and doing like a James Bond month. Okay. Do we already do that? We did a Moonraker when oh, yeah. what's his name died. <laughs> That's true. But I think something Roger else comes Moore. out the same month as <coughs> Yeah, New Mutants comes out the same month as No Time. Oh, to Die. New Mutants. So we can't miss that. So we got three spots where we can throw in like some James Bond movies. Cool. In April. Okay. I'm into it. You know. We might have to do a Goldfinger. In honor of a uh, old evil Jerem, <laughs> the one I've seen the most, and I don't even really like it. For... <laughs> I've always wanted to. I've always heard Golden Eyes so good, and I don't remember it that much. I don't remember any of the Pierce Brosnan ones except yeah. for the worst one, the one with the space laser. That's the one and I the remember. Ice Castle. And the Ice Castle. I remember that the most. <laughs> And the when he like surfs on that horrible fucking CG wave with the Rue Britannia parachute. We might need to we might need to get some uh feedback and what people want us to review in terms of James Bond movies. Yeah, just like what era of Bond. Yeah. Well Connery's always considered like the the like, most Yeah. Let's prevalent. do like a Connery one and like a Brosnan one. For sure. And then the... Who's that one Australian one? guy that, like, 
Oh, he did like Timothy one. Dalton. No, not Timothy Dalton. Like the other guy. Like I think Timothy Dalton took over for him because he was like weird. Oh, nobody or liked him. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. There's a documentary uh, about him. I know. Too. Yeah, there's a documentary about him. Because I think his his movie's like in his Inner Majesty's Secret Service or something. Uh, oh, his name is right on the flipping tip of my tongue. I'm gonna. I gotta look it up, or it's gonna yeah. drive me insane. Well, maybe we'll skip him. We'll do. We'll do one. We'll do uh one uh, Connery, one Dalton, and then one Brosnan. That sounds okay. James Bond actors. George Lazenby. Yeah, that's right. George name. Lazenby. That's right. So yeah, there you go. So. Uh, Keep it in mind, listeners, what what Connery one do you want us to do? What Timothy Dalton one do you want us to do? And what Pierce Brosnan one do you want us to do? Because <laughs> we'll cover uh, Daniel Craig in the in No Time to Die. Yeah. Apparently David Niven was one. I don't even know who what? David Niven is. Who gives a fuck? I'm looking for the Timothy Dalton one because, Jesus. He does not look like a James no, Bond. No, he doesn't. He looks like somebody's rapey uncle. Dude, I fucking love Timothy Dalton just based off of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I know. Me and Molly watched Hot Fuzz not that long ago, and holy shit, he's my favorite part of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> he is so good in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> he's literally the best part of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> Timothy Dalton's great. Yeah. So there you go. That's our plan for April. I'm looking forward to it. But now I gotta get back to my fucking news, goddammit. Uh... Oh shit, the uh, the Oscars happened. Totally forgot about that. So I got the Oscar nominations, Troy. Do you want to hear these? Sure. These these shits. <laughs> sure. I saw there was a bunch of snubs or whatever about a bunch of women directors and. Oh yeah, I heard stuff. that they. Yeah, they heard like it's very, uh, very uh, uh, whitewashed this year. As opposed to every other year. Every other year. <laughs> Um, well, fuck, I'll just get to, like, the best picture. I don't think you really care about actors and shit. Not really. Yeah, actors or whatever. Where the fuck is the best... There we go. Best motion picture of the year nominees. Ford v. Ferrari. (coughs) The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Marriage Story 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. Parasite actually getting a a hmm. nod, even though it's technically considered a a South Korean film, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been hearing a lot of great things about 1917. I know. I kind of wanted to sneak out and go see it this weekend because uh, Molly was talking about doing, getting roped into doing like uh, these speech meets. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go see 1917. But now she's not going to, so I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so I, I might be leaning towards that one. I think I'm going to, yeah, 1917. I could yeah. see maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood getting it. Because, like, Hollywood loves Hollywood oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But then, and maybe kind of giving it to Tarantino. Because have you ever won Best picture He's never before. won Best Picture, which is odd because, man, he should have won for Pulp Fiction. Mm. 
But, so, yeah, I don't know. That one, maybe, I find it very unlikely. But 1917 seems like yeah. a decent pick. But then, like, Best Picture always, like, is, like, a weird one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've heard a lot of people talk about Parasite's really good. Yeah. And, like, it's very odd when, like, when they add a foreign film to, like, the Best Picture. And it's like, shit. It's really good. Yeah. Like, Roma almost won that one year. Oh, yeah, Last that's true. year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And, uh, I don't know. Me and Molly might go see Jojo Rabbit this weekend, because it's supposed to be at AMC. Okay. So I'm really curious to check that out. But, and fuck, Marriage Story's so good. Was that on there, too? Yeah. I missed that. You should definitely check out Marriage Story. Yeah, I, I plan on it. <laughs> Whenever I kind of want, I say I kind of want to watch it by myself, so yeah. I don't get into like, do it. Do it while see Danger Six, then she won't remember it. <laughs> hey, why don't you just take another shot of that codeine? <laughs> so there you go. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I do. Oh, oh, oh uh, I got one more thing. Uh, John Cena. Uh, in a recent interview, said that he he's evading the idea that he's going to play the Peacemaker in Suicide Squad. You know who the Peacemaker is? Uh-huh. He's the guy that the comedian's based off of. Oh. In Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, people were asking him if he's going to play the Peacemaker, and he was, like, neither confirming nor denying. Okay. So do you think he'd make a good Peacemaker? Sure. Okay. I guess. I, I, I don't really know anything about Peacemaker, because all the characters in this are disposable. <laughs> like, they can do whatever they want with them. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, the, I think on the Weekly Planet, there was, like, uh, leaks of who everybody was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't... They took it with a grain of salt, because I think the guy says, like, oh, yeah, I got... I'm, like, close to... Uh, the production or whatever i know who everybody is and they're like okay well you can just kind of say that and it doesn't make any difference <laughs> <laughs> so i don't remember any of what anybody was but uh it'd be fun to go back and see if they write sometimes their anonymous sources are right we'll see yeah we shall see oh won't we i do have a bit i have yeah i have a bit too it might be the same bit probably same bit but uh we'll uh dirty bit dirty bit <laughs> we'll do it in a little segment called neil's bits people dying it's the pits please stay tuned to neil's bits and neil's not here to actually bits. sing it live sing it live in studio do it live in studio <laughs> do <a> live <laughs> fuck, fuck it, it. Do a do a review review unplugged. <laughs> yeah, with Neil singing Neil's bits. Just pulls out his big guitar for behind his back like he. People die, <laughs> and it's the press. <laughs> Please stay tuned for Neil's bits. I'm trying to do a fucking uh, Nirvana unplugged. <laughs> It was spot on. Thank you. <laughs> spot on Cobain. That's what yeah, it was. I know. Wild Turkey makes me feel like I'm Cobain. <laughs> uh, 
so I, I, you probably have the same one, but uh, Rocky Johnson, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, uh, has died at age of seventy-five. Yeah, you didn't know who he was. He's the father to the Rock, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock, the Johnson. Rock Johnson. Yeah, uh, passed away at seventy-five. Not too terribly old. No, he had a good long stretch of life there. He had. He did. But uh, seventy-five. That's. It's just like right around the corner from like my mom and dad. You know what I mean? Hell, they're still they're still pretty. Spry. I don't. My my parents are pretty much hovering around that age. Really? Yeah. How old's your dad? He's got to be. He's in. He's in his. He's in his seventies for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. I suck at like keeping track, <laughs> but he's definitely like in his seventies. Okay. All right. I can. I knew your dad was older than my parents, but I never. I want to say my dad was born much. in fifty-two, maybe. Both my parents were born in 58. I know that for okay. sure. I think my dad's 52. My mom would be 54. Okay. Okay. My parents are 62 right now. Okay. Or will... Yeah, I think they're 62 right now. Okay. Okay. So there you go. There you go. There you go. We have old parents, everybody. <laughs> well, we're 30. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> <laughs> My, my parents didn't have me when they were 18, so what are you going to do, you That's know? true. Yeah, and my brother's 10 years older than me, so that makes you... <laughs> That's true. Put that together. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, you will be missed through your contributions yeah. to the wrestling uh, yeah. society. Have you seen, like, pictures of Rocky Johnson when he was, like, big? He was, like, jacked to the fucking Oh, gills. yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. God. His pecs almost, like, swallowed his head. <laughs> yeah, he's a massive dude. Fuck. Even, like, a, the picture that I saw of him, like, semi-recently. Yeah. I think he was, like, maybe in a wheelchair. I couldn't tell. He was just sitting. But even then, he looked like he was still a pretty solid guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure, like, you get that big, like, it's... I'm sure, like, a imprint of that stays with you for the rest of your life <laughs> for sure. in some way well like, even like if you like lose all the muscle like the fat just it takes its place yeah it just, it just inserts itself into there or like, i'm gonna make you look jack for the rest of your life you son of a bitch uh good stuff or bad stuff that <laughs> yeah death death sucks <laughs> death sucks everybody um with that being done, we have other things that are done. There's there's things that are done, Troy. Uh, I've got uh, two trailers. I got two trailers as well. Um, the first one I have is actually the international trailer for the Bloodshot movie. Okay, I didn't is, see this one. That is coming. I think it came out a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, it shows a bit more. Vin Diesel as Bloodshot than in the last trailer that we got. Yeah. Like, more, maybe that one was a teaser. Like, he's actually pale, paled up, and he's got, like, the glowing red chest oh, hole shit. or whatever. Okay. There's actually a pretty cool uh, moment in it where an explosion goes off in front of him and blows him to pieces, and you see all the nanobots in his blood, like kind of freeze in the air and then all come back together and reform his body. Oh, fuck. It's not just that one scene where his face gets blown off and he, like, yeah. turns. It's, like, his whole body. And, oh, like, Jesus. You even see, like, an arm getting reconstructed while it goes to, like, grab a gun and just, like, keep <laughs> fucking... And, like, 
this movie kind of looks like it's awesome. All right. <laughs> like, I, I'm i excited for well, it. Okay. Well, I, I didn't have it on the docket because it seemed kind of smaller, but we, we might be able to add this to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when its release is. Is uh, it soon? Uh, I want to say it's March. Sometime in March. I'm looking it up right now. Bloodshot. 2020 film. Release date. March 13th. 2020 we can do that oh my goodness i'm excited i might even read some bloodshot stuff to just warm you know just warm my palate up for some action all right well i'll add it to the i'll add it to the docket just in case is there anything on there yet no just a quiet place part two is the week after that okay all right that i had in mind solid but i always like when it comes to like movies in theaters, I just I just do like one a month because I just for your sake. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like I don't want to be Thanks. like like if it's something that like if I feel like would be like culturally significant, I add it, and then it's like well, I'll do one per month, and then if there's other ones that Troy wants to add, I'll do it. If he gives the okay, because I don't want to be like, hey, Troy, go see three movies in a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, Bloodshot would be fun. Especially with Vin Diesel and our Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. Just, we already got a good taste of what on. Yeah, Fast and Furious Vin 9 has... comes out this month. Or this year. Um, when does that come out? Let me see. Yeah, I so I've actually been saving quite a bit of PTO. <laughs> so... <laughs> I could do yeah. a thing where I drop the kids off, go see a movie. There you go. Then have an afternoon to myself before I pick the kids back up. So Fast and Furious comes out May 22nd, I think. May 22nd. Okay. All right. And then we got Black Widow also that month, too. Oh, my goodness. It's a big, big 2020, big movie year. I don't, I thought it wasn't going to be a big movie year. <laughs> and the turns out, like, there's things I kind of want to see. I actually, like, heard, like, a pretty decent review for Bad Boys for Life today. I was listening to a review of it, and they said it doesn't stack up to the first two, um, but only slightly, because they almost missed the Michael Bay, like, oh, adrenaline dude that he brings bad to boys it. bad boys 2 is so fucking good <laughs> i don't like, think i've ever seen there's bad a boys reason 2. why it's highlighted in hot fuzz because <laughs> bad boys 2 <laughs> is so fucking good i'm i might force you to watch bad boys 2 okay that's sometime well, all right <laughs> maybe we'll do like a Fair hot enough. fuzz block where we do point break and bad boys 2 back to back i've never seen point break either so <laughs> Do the Hot Fuzz special. Do the Hot Fuzz special <laughs> of Point Break and Bad Boys 2 without having watched Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah. Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. Great. Perfect. I'm into it. Oh, uh, so I got one more trailer, but it's probably the popular one you want to yeah, talk about. I'll do, I'll do the one that I have. And uh, it's an interesting one. It's one that kind of threw me off. It's a movie called The Lovebirds. Okay. It's got... Uh, Issa Rae from Insecure on HBO and Kamel Nanjiani okay. play like an interracial couple that out of the blue one day, uh, a, a white dude breaks into their car and says, I'm a cop and I'm chasing down this convict and chases him to a point where he 
corners him in an alleyway, and then runs over him several times and just leaves. So they're left in a car with a dead, mangled body, and the cops are on their way, and they're like, I don't think he was a cop. <laughs> Oh shit! And then from then on, they're on the run from the law because shit. like people show up and they're like, "Hey, so this like interracial couple just killed this guy in an alleyway," <laughs> and oh, like, shit. so like the whole movie is them trying to figure out who this guy was that framed them and trying to stay away from the police. And it seems like it seems like they're definitely going like like a direction where it's like a weird right wing group. Because oh, like, there's a part where they're like at an opera or something where everyone's wearing masks and it's like, this is some handmade tale shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It looks kind of funny. I kind of want to see it. I was scrolling through trailers and trying to remember what I saw this week. And I saw that one in there just added like today. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never even heard of this. But mm-hmm. I saw Kamel and it was, I was like, really? Like, I thought he would be like busy filming Eternals or whatever, and he's doing this other movie. Yeah. I was like, all right. Like, it looks pretty good. Like, some, like, humor that, that, that they bring up in it was pretty goddamn funny. Okay. So, I'll, I'll, check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it for sure. All right. But yeah, just, the premise alone is so out there. It's just some white dude just breaks into their car saying he's a cop and just mangles the fuck out of a dude on a God. bike and then just leaves. <laughs> And it's like, oh, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, The Lovebirds. Check it out. Lovebirds. Perfect title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, then the big trailer that kind of came out this week. Yeah. The one everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> I could not fucking wait. I, this actually took me by surprise. Like, I didn't know this was coming out <laughs> at all. Uh, I knew the movie was coming out, but I didn't know the trailer was dropping anytime soon. But uh, Morbius. Morbius. From the studio that brought you Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Far From from Home. home. And Venom. And Venom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the trailer, like, I was sitting at at the bar waiting to come over here, and, like, the trailer played during, like, some NBA game. Yeah. When they do that, they, like, they... Hover on Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh-huh. They hover on Spider-Man Far From Home. And then when Venom comes up, then they like fade to another scene. Right. <laughs> where yeah. it's like they really hammer home that it's like the Spider-Man movies and, and Venom. But don't, but don't worry about that. Yeah. Which is weird. Venom <laughs> made him a ton of money. Yeah. Like, people. But they want to like be really like. Care about. But, but no, like the quality of Spider-Man. Sure. And then, you know, there's Venom there too. Yeah. But I mean, ve- yeah. But No. Think of the Spider-Man movies yeah. before you think of Venom. That's right. This, this is going to be as good as Spider-Man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have my doubts. This looks like dog shit. I don't know if it looks so much like dog shit. Is it just going to be like what I said earlier, like just a mediocre it... kind of movie? Like, I... Like, I don't, I guess I don't understand why. This feels just like when I saw the Venom trailer. Like, they're just making a bunch of shit up just to make it work. Yeah. Okay, I did have kind of vibes of Venom when I did see this trailer, too. Yeah. Like, didn't really, just kind of see, like, the whole creation of it going, and then at the very end, it's like the big money shot where you actually see, you know, the character 
in full. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay. Uh, it looks, I mean, spot on from, like, the source material. But what right. interested me the most is Michael Keaton at the end of the trailer. Yeah, because they're supposed to portray him as Adrian Toomes. Yeah. Whereas... I was like, and okay. They, they even have, like, a small moment they have in there where, like, you see, like, a piece of graffiti in the background where it's Spider-Man with murderer over it. Right. But what's that referencing? Him I killing guess it's, Mysterio? Yeah, it's supposed to be... There's that, That's their, their way of trying to combine the world so that they can actually include Spider-Man when they get Spider-Man. Okay. I, I mean, it's not a dumb idea on yeah, their but, part. But fuck... That's the whole thing about this, though, is that, like, Sony's gonna have to try and, like, explain all of the weird shit that's gone on in Marvel without having to explain it, because they can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's gonna be, like, a wave of the hand kind of thing, where, like, yeah. they had this whole Venom movie, and, like, they never, exp- like, even talk about Spider-Man at all, or, like, Avengers, or <laughs> anything, or these big yeah. Thanos world universe like create like yeah. destroying things just throwing in like small easter eggs here and there until they actually get the rights to do it and they're yeah. like oh guess what guys spider-man was here all along but even then when if spider-man does come over it's like can they even talk about that like they can talk about spider-man stuff right they wouldn't i would i don't know dare think <laughs> that disney would let them play with their toys yeah I don't know about I, this. But maybe, like, because they did that, they did strike that whole new deal. I don't know if they have, like, a thing in there where it's, like, you can use Spider-Man, but don't make it so weird for Spider-Man that it's, like, we can't use him in an upcoming movie where we have to explain a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Huh. But still, this is going to take place in a world where Spider-Man went through the whole fucking Infinity War bullshit. Yeah. So you can't be like, oh, remember when... Half the population disappeared? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that didn't happen? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So it's... uh, Yeah. It, 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 it's Sony just trying to really ride off the back of something way more successful and then just being like... I don't know. Just really hammering home at like hey we're, we're part of this universe but we're really not because they won't allow us in but yeah. we're there i'm also kind of confused on why jared leto wanted this part i don't money i don't fucking well know. you would think like all of that bullshit with him being the joker he would have a horrible taste in his mouth yeah of wanting to do like a huge franchise film and Unless he thinks like this is my time to shine. Now I got my movie. Yeah. Where some instead C-list I was list character. Yeah, instead like... I was part of, when I was part of a film where I was a big character. Now I'm the main character in this one movie. Yeah, I guess. I don't fucking know. It looks just kind of generic to me. Yeah. Of and... I don't hate Jared Leto. I think he's a good actor, but fuck. He... <laughs> He's yeah, like, I don't hate him as an actor either. I just kind of hate his, like, ambiance around his acting. You know, like, during yeah. Suicide Squad. Like, like the way, like, Hollywood presents him. Yeah, like, the way Hollywood presents him where he's like, hey, he's that emo villain that you love. For some reason. For some reason. <laughs> yeah. Because I've I seen know. him in shit that I like. It's just, I don't know. It's, 
This whole like Sony Spider Verse without Spider Man is just really fucking weird. It is weird, and just even if this movie was in a bottle, right? Like a bubble, like Spider Man wasn't even attached at all. Yeah, I still think it would just look so far just kind of generic. Yeah, it does like of feel a man-made it, vampire movie. Yeah, it feels just very generic. Even like down to like the whole storyline. This is like storyline we've seen in so many countless ways. Yeah, like this. This could easily be like, like. You could take any character and this could be like their story. This could be like the the uh fucking lizard like story of yep. like the guy with one arm being like, I need to find a way yep. to make myself two armed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then just gets involved in some weird shit that makes yeah. him like I'll s- put lizard some... blood in me. Yeah. <laughs> like I, this story's been told so many fucking times in so many different ways. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty much Spider-Man's. Thing. Yeah! Like, I got bit by a spider, now I'm a spider yeah. person. Like, oh, I'm, I'm partially paralyzed, let me put some fucking vampire bullshit in me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like who the fuck cares? Did they explain, like, I got, like, muscular dystrophy or whatever, so now I'm gonna inject bat blood inside yeah. of me? I'm gonna cut my hand and put it over a waterfall. That has vampire shit in it. I don't that fucking... didn't make any sense. Like, just do it with a syringe. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. Make some shit up. Don't I go don't to know. some fucking weird cave. I don't know. I but don't... who knows? Maybe we'll be surprised. We'll see. <laughs> yep. We will. <laughs> so that's Morbius. Let us know that's, what you think of any of these trailers. Morbius. I uh, think it looks like shit. Hit us up on Review Review Pod. Just based on what I remember of Venom... This looks like another Venom, and Venom fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, Venom was, I didn't think, very good, but it made a m- bunch of money. Yeah. So fuck you, America. You voted for Trump and went to Venom. <laughs> That's two things against That's you. That's two things I fucking hate about you. <laughs> well, Troy, Turn Random Movies. Yes. Is still in full Swing with the Birdcage versus Bambi. Birdcage taking it pretty heartily. Yeah, I saw that. So Bambi's out, Birdcage is in. Birdcage will face off against the happening in in a semi-final match, but that's that's down the road. That's right. That's way down the road. We still got four other movies that need to be placed, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Tutors in My Car, and The Nutty Professor. That's right. And uh Given your track record, I'm pretty sure I know what matchups you're gonna make out of these. Yeah. Because I know one? I know you like to you like to keep genres close together. Right. So, uh, but I don't know which one you're gonna do for this for this uh, this week. Um, I'm gonna save like the probably the most sought after match if you know how I'm gonna group these till yeah. the very end. Okay. So I'm gonna get. I'm going to do this so one gonna do right now. you're going to do the comedy one? The comedy one. Okay. So it's going to be The Nutty Professor. Yes. Old Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Playing his whole family. Playing his whole family. And uh, against Dude, Where's My Car. There you go. The Ashton Kutcher. Uh, not Sean Evans. That's the Hot Ones guy. Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Uh, joint. There you go. There you go. 
So cast your votes. They will be up and ready to go. Oh, yeah. So that, well, that means after this week, then the final match will be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. That would be, that should be a pretty decent one. Yeah. And I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on a streaming service right now. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, shit. So, uh... Or maybe Disney Plus? Oh, fuck. I'm not sure. But I started watching it the other day. <laughs> yeah. Macy did not want to watch it. <laughs> even though I said it was going to have cool turtles in it. <laughs> they did not come fast enough in that movie. <laughs> so... We will see it, though. So, there you go. So, uh, we have six movies left. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, what's his name? The the guy that's been, like, really hammering home that he wants the happening to win. That's Sam. Sam, yeah, yeah. Man, you're gonna be pissed at me, but he's really winning me over on the happening. <laughs> I figured him. <laughs> he... Jesus. Everything that he fucking puts up about the happening, I'm like, this looks insane. You know, okay, I, w- I will be honest. When he was posting, like, his watch of it and funny scenes from it, I was like, okay, these are kind of funny. Maybe it, maybe it was also him, like, laughing in the background as he was recording it off of his phone. I totally forgot about the part where, like, just, like, the military guy goes to the same, and he's like, oh, and then just, like, starts doing the fucking, like, strut, where, like, everyone's just kind of staring at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird as shit. I've never seen the movie. I just... I... But, like, the scenes that he was posting, I'm like, God, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, when the old lady's like, I'm gonna kill you with a knife! He's like, What? it's like what is that even an appropriate response (laughs) oh fuck i I mean this is gonna be awful but i i kind of want it to win (laughs) (laughs) oh no i don't want it to win (sighs) i don't i don't know we'll see where it lies we'll see sam you're winning the soap keep trying Maybe maybe you'll win over our yeah, you, our old our old fuddy duddy hearts. That's right. Watch it a, uh, every other day until it wins. Yeah, until you're sick of it, and then you try to convince us to not watch it. <laughs> yeah, and then we do it to troll you. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> okay, but yeah, the this next week's match. Will be Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor versus Dude. Dude, where's my car? Where's my car? Yeah. Dude. 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 Well, then, that will just jump us right in to uh, another winner of our (laughs) tournament. Yeah. (laughs) What a winner. (laughs) Not to ruin my my opinion of this. Uh, July 13th, 1995. Summer release. Summer release. Summer release. Summer release. Summer 
Sonia. <laughs> Domestically, it raked in $70.4 million worldwide, 122.1. So it made dollars. money. It did make money, yes. Good for them. Good for them, huh? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has this at 47%. Oof. IMDb, uh, 5.8 out of 10. And Metacritic, uh, the same score at 58%. Hmm. Uh, and the Blood Brothers. <gasps> Give this a two out of five. My God. The Blood Brothers. <laughs> That's right. Not enough blood for those Not Blood en- Brothers. <laughs> nope. Not enough blood. Uh, <laughs> what about Lava Blood? Was there enough Lava Blood for them? They didn't say. I would say maybe yes. There is unexpected Lava there's Blood. There's an un- unexpected amount of Lava Blood in this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing live notes on my phone during this movie. So I'm going to pull these up. Um, but the first, my first note comes in, uh, a couple minutes into the movie and it's just Kano's eye twitch where I'm kind of just jumping into this, but I want to bring this up cause it's kind of, it's like the whole kind of movie summed up in one action, right? <laughs> where Shang Tsung is like needing Sonya in this tournament, and he's telling this to Kano. Yeah. And he's like, make sure... He says some fucking stupid eye pun, right? Yeah. And Kano turns to him and, like, twitches his one good eye. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how stupid this whole movie is. <laughs> my first note is... My first note is, your brother is dead. Come home, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, like, make shit out of the first... Scene where Shang Tsung <laughs> kills Liu Kang's brother because it's so stupid. <laughs> but then I'm like, it's a dream sequence. It's allowed to be kind of stupid. But when he goes, <laughs> I was like, that is such a dumb read of that line. <laughs> You're so bad. Fucking Shang Tsung. Man, fuck, I love Shang Tsung in this. Shang Tsung is great in this. Shang Tsung is a, Shang Tsung and Kano are my two favorite yes, I also have in this, Kano is the best character in yeah. this movie. He should have stayed alive way longer than he did. I totally forgot he's out, like, super quick. Yeah. He has, like, one match with Sonya, and Sonya just breaks his neck. Yeah. And he's dead. Bitch from Billy Madison. Yeah. Breaks his <laughs> neck. In an, in the Veronica Vaughn from fucking Billy Madison, <laughs> like has the dumbest move ever. Like I hate that she has him like, in a standstill when she's in a headstand. When he could have just kicked her in the head. Yeah, and he she gets her gams wrapped around <laughs> his neck and breaks it. I'm like, God, that sucks. Yeah, like I read that like so like. I was looking up uh, some IMDb facts for this just because I was curious. Yeah. And, like, I guess the guy in this did such a good job playing an Australian Kano. I also have this note. That they, they, like, the game developers made him Australian for the rest of the series. Yeah, because he, he was, like... He was supposed to be Japanese-American. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> up they, to this point. And they saw him, and this is like, holy shit, he should be Australian for yeah. the rest of the whole... Right. And the guy wasn't even Australian. Yeah, he was English. Yeah. <laughs> but he went to the audition as an Australian. Yeah. 
like in an Australian accent, and then they didn't know he wasn't Australian until the end Dude. of the film. <laughs> and he makes Kano so fucking cool in the like, he does. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. <laughs> I had a got a smile from here. Yeah. <laughs> like what a fucking god kano should have been the fucking main villain in this motherfucker and he's always just rocking a vest with no shirt yeah and then he takes off his vest and he's just got that freaking zangief triangle of chest god damn and like hell yeah yeah <laughs> this motherfucker came to work <laughs> yes, everyone else kind of showed up just being like i guess i'm this guy and then yeah. this guy was like i'm kano Fuck y'all. He's the most charismatic character yeah. in the whole thing. Yeah. I my my face was glued to the TV every time Kano showed up. And then he's taken too early. Yeah, and then he's yeah, he's murdered in the first <laughs> fucking half hour of this thing. Total bullshit. Total fucking bullshit. You know what I also don't understand about how Mortal Kombat lore works? Is how, how so Shang Tsung or Shao... Is it Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn is the emperor. I know he's the emperor, but which one wants to take over the earth? Is it Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn. And then he, he Shang sends Shang Tsung. sorcerer, right? I think... I think it was Shang Tsung idea to take over Earthrealm. Okay. So, what I don't understand is who is the governing body... <laughs> That you can't invade another realm unless you win ten matches in Mortal Kombat. I think it's like the elders. Is it the elder gods? Yeah, the elder okay. gods. Then I guess that makes sense. More so, this movie. But I'm like, who is holding up the rules? This movie <clears throat> is is so all over the place on how this fucking tournament <laughs> even works. I know. Like I have. A- so like they set ahead. it up where it's like okay you can fight at any time at any place like anyone can challenge you, but then it's like okay there's some parts where like there's an audience yeah and they're in a same, circle they're in a we circle are in synergy right here <laughs> like there's parts where there's an audience where there's a, they're in a circle and they're fighting each other and sometimes it's two mortals fighting each other but it's like isn't it supposed to be like mortals fighting immortals from nether realm or other anywhere yeah. else <laughs> yeah because like the first person Liu kang fights it's a dude like it's not like yeah. someone from like another yeah. dimension <laughs> i have him it's just a dude with fucking dreadlocks, dreadlocks. oh what did I, I have a note about that guy which they even have a part where like they just they just give him like a, a lion roar sound yeah. effect at one point <laughs> there's also another part when they're like fighting a bunch of uh fucking goons <laughs> Where, like, there's a bowling pin fucking sound effect, Oh, yeah, I I caught that, too. (laughs) Oh, this is my note for that. Could you imagine getting one drop kick on you, takes you down, and then your soul gets taken out of you? Yeah. Well, discount Keegan-Michael Key does. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dreadlock guy. Because if you shaved his head bald, he would look like fucking Key. Yeah, I can believe it. (laughs) I can believe it. But, like, literally, they don't even hit each other because they're doing, like, stick fighting. Yeah, they just hit Liu Kang does one drop kick on him, and he's dead. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like, he's not even, yeah, like, it doesn't even seem like he's beaten. He's just like, oh, shit, that kind of sucked. And then, like, Shang Tsung's like, all right, I'm going to fucking take your soul. It's like, what's the rules? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Like, if these are the rules, like, fucking reptiles should have, like, Killed Liu Kang like nine times when they fought each other. 
so Reptile kicks the shit out of Liu Kang. Yeah, he really. D- and what is the rules with Reptile? Yeah. So he like he's this very poorly CG'd thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like okay, so like he's 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 following Katana. Yeah. And then Liu Kang finds him and throws him into like a weird cadaver. But then is it's it like a cadaver. Yeah, it's it like a, a body. No, it was like a body, like some weird, like mummified body of like some weird thing in Nether Realm. Okay. So then so, he throws it into the body, and then Reptile acts like he doesn't want to be in it. But then yeah. he becomes Reptile. Yeah. Okay. That was. I also so had this note. <laughs> so I was like, so what's the, what's your deal? So what you you want to be just a reptile? Because he's, he's okay. fighting being like tethered to this body so, but then he becomes his body and then he becomes like super powerful and kicks the shit out of Luke Kang until Luke Kang does his weird bicycle kick to where awesome bicycle kick yeah awesome bicycle kick <laughs> to where then like reptile like comes out of the body but then he's weak and then Luke Kang just stomps on him while screaming <laughs> yeah so what was that whole he thing stomped him like Robert De Niro stomped that shopkeeper <laughs> an Irishman <laughs> So I said, what's up with Reptile? Does that lizard thing turn into him? Or does the stat? Because I thought it was a statue. Yeah. Does the statue overtake the lizard thing and then turn into him? Yeah, because he's because fighting Because then it's it. full of bugs? Yeah, he's fighting. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> it gets beat up and then the bugs fall out. But then the l- lizard's still alive. Is it a weird synergy thing where Reptile is only the combination of these two things? Yeah, like... like the, the weird mummified body and the reptile combined with bugs to form reptile? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I also have a bit more um, <laughs> stats of... It's like box office stats. Hope I didn't close the tab. So, uh, I have this movie that came out in July 13th, but it must have came out maybe later in the U.S., because okay. it says um, August 18th through the 20th is the first weekend that I have for Mortal Kombat. And it came in at number one at the box office. Jesus. For three weekends in a row, it was number one. Good God. And it even had a 55% drop in week two. Jesus. And then in week four, <clears throat> it's in fourth place. And then in week nine, or no, in week five... It dropped to ninth place with another 40% drop. Fuck. And then in week six, it was in 14 with a 39% drop. Jesus. But then the week after that, it jumps 262% and is now movie number four again. What the fuck? And it's like seventh week. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck happened in that week that it would jump in popularity that much? (laughs) Maybe a game came out or something? I don't have any idea. That's the only reason I want to bring that up. Because then it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Now I'm curious if a game came out. Seventh week. If it was like Mortal Kombat 3 or something came out that week or something? It had been the weekend of October 1st, 1995. Okay. It jumped up 262.9% to become the fourth place movie in its seventh week. That's nuts. Jumping 10 places. <laughs> yeah, it's in it's insane. Anyway, I'm g- jumping back to my notes. So in the very beginning of this movie, 
um, while you're looking this up, Shang Tsung is talking to Kano, and Kano and Sonya already have bad blood for whatever reason, because Kano yeah. killed her partner or something like that. But, like, Shang Tsung says he can't kill her because he needs her at the tournament. And he repeatedly says that throughout the movie. He says it so fucking many times. Why is she so integral to this tournament? And I think, like, this movie is so sexist. Because they treat <laughs> Sonya like a fucking second-class citizen sometimes. Where, like, even, like, down to where, like... <laughs> like, Shang Tsung, like, captures her. And then, like, Johnny Cage is like, Tell me straight, Raiden. Can she beat Shang Tsung? And he's like, No. <laughs> no. No. Not without the I'm help sorry from to the say, others. I'm sorry to say, she cannot. Now, but, I haven't seen a lot of Christopher Lambert movies, but is that his just normal voice? He's weird as fuck in this. <laughs> Alright, so Mortal Kombat <clears throat> 3 came out in 95, but I don't know when the release date was. Okay. I need to... F- figure it out it's it just says initial release date is 95 okay it's gotta be around that date that's the only date that would make sense the end of september early october mortal kombat release date april 15th hmm maybe but there's like there's an ultimate mortal kombat 3 that came out october 6th that had to be it because Ultimate Mortal Kombat three is the best one. Yeah. Of that of that era. Okay. So that had to be it. Because the the <laughs> that same week, it must have been Mortal Kombat Fever. They must have been pushing that fucking movie. All right. Well, at least we figured it out. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know because I I feel like I was waiting for an answer for her to be so. I was waiting for so many things in this movie, and they don't actually, answer a fucking thing. Um, I was waiting for like the action to be better. I yeah. remember this being. Oh, I remember awesome. loving this as a fucking kid, and like I was watching the action in this, and even like the Johnny Cage, um, intro, where he does like a spin trip to somebody. Looked like the slowest fucking Dude, thing. I know. Like, Tony Jaw and, like, uh, the raid and all that shit, like, ruined us on <laughs> fight scenes. Yes. Everything in this field felt so slow and plotting. Yes. Like, I think the only fight scene that I actually kind of enjoyed was Liu Kang and Reptile. I liked that one, but I also liked um, Johnny Cage and Scorpion in the Netherrealm and stuff. Yeah, that was, that was pretty okay. That, that one was... Okay. was the best one up to that point, but I think the Liu Kang score or reptile one did beat it. Yeah. That one's pretty good, but yeah, like everything else, it felt so slow and plotting. Yeah. And like, even like all of the, like the, the fight scenes felt like they felt like they were like built up, like, like video game boss fights, like even down to where like people are like in Liu Kang's ear being like, remember that, (laughs) You have to use the element that brings life yeah. to beat Sub-Zero. Yeah. Where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, this feels like I'm sitting through, like, a video game fucking, like, cutscene. Yeah. That's supposed to tell me how to, like, beat somebody. Yeah. And they kind of make 
a bitch out of Sub Zero in this movie. Oh, they make a bitch out of him and Sub and Scorpion. Like right at the beginning, they take him out like no problem. Yeah, right at the beginning, they do get a little bit more time later on. <clears throat> but like Luke Kang beats Sub Zero no problem. Yeah, <laughs> like he they they fight for a little bit, but then like Luke Kang just like, kicks his ass, and then instead of like Sub Zero doing what he should have did with that one dude. Or just froze him and broke him in half. Yeah. He just decides to become a weird frozen ball person. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, fill the room with, like, frozenness. <laughs> yeah. Until Liu Kang throws a barrel of water at him that goes through him and he dies. I was you like, know, why don't you do what you did to the fucking goon? Yeah. Just ice him right ice away. Ice him right away. What are you waiting why for, Why are you, you turning goon? into a weird globe? <laughs> Of snow. Like, just fucking kill him and get it over with. You know what I also found weird in this, too, is that Sub-Zero not only gets impaled, but he dies by freezing. And then Scorpion is like a hell monster who dies by burning. Yeah. And I'm like... Because he bleeds lava, I guess? That's his thing? And, like, granted, like, a piece of his skull gets cut off. Yeah! I get yeah. that. But he's like an undead being, you would think, if he has a skull for a face. Yeah. And then he burns? Like, don't... These things don't add yeah. up. Like, why would he be able to die by fire Wait. if he can blow fire? Here's a better question. How the fuck did Johnny Cage get back? That I also have... <laughs> they're fucking fighting in some orchard, right? <laughs> and out of nowhere... He teleports them into the nether realm. They don't even assume. tell you how this starts. They no. just go to like a fucking. One of just... my notes is like, is this a sanctioned match? Yeah. <laughs> or does this just happen? So much shit is just, it happens. <laughs> like they don't even fuck. Like this movie sucks dick at fucking <laughs> like doing transitions. Yes. They don't tell you why things happen Ever. No. Things just happen. They're just happening. They just happen. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I ended up enjoying that scene, but I'm like, what does this do to the what movie? What led to this? <laughs> why then... is Johnny Cage in a weird fucking forest? <laughs> and why is Scorpion there? Yeah. Orchard. <laughs> All of those trees are manicured up in lines. It's a definite orchard. <laughs> it's not a forest. Uh, I love to think that Shang Tsung has his own winery that he's like, like yeah. <laughs> I make my own cider. <laughs> Do you want some Sauvignon? <laughs> <laughs> Your soul is now Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Pinot Noir. <laughs> Pino Grigio. <laughs> Would you like some rosé? <laughs> Your Savion Blanc is mine. <laughs> uh, anyway, also Luke Kang looks like the least intimidating person ever in his God. chambray polo and his pleated khaki <laughs> pants. The motherfucker's got his shirt tucked the whole fucking movie, too. <laughs> he does. When he's wearing a shirt, the shirt's fucking it's tucked. tucked into a pair of parachute-pleated khaki <laughs> pants. With the belt that is pulled so it's goddamn tight. so tight. 
It gives him a very dainty hourglass figure. But whatever happened to the actor who plays Liu Kang, Rob, uh, Robin uh, Shaw or Shao, I think? I IMDb him and like there was like a some picture that came up of him that like looked semi recent where like he looks old as shit with like his hair like slicked back and he's like balding like a motherfucker. Oh, well cuz like he was hot around this yeah, time. Yeah. He was in a bunch of different shit. Uh, he was like in this, the sequel, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, that's right. Um, and a couple other things that came out here in America, and then he just like disappeared. And a, like I, I kind of looked up to try to see what he was going on, but like he has other credits, but they have no years by them. And if they do, I missed them. But um, they must be like straight to DVD things, or must be something from overseas that never came here. Yeah, I'm gonna look him up, Robin Show. Yeah, but he was hot shit in, like, the mid to late 90s. Um, yeah, like, this is the most recent picture I saw of him, and he looks, like, emaciated. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look terrible. But because he's probably, what, 60? Maybe. He was probably... He was born in 1960. Born in 1960. So, yeah, he's he's going to be 60 this year. Yeah. So he looks pretty good for sixty. Yeah, I don't know when that when that picture was taken. Oh, that's true. Photos can lie. <laughs> also, he was in Death Race. Oh, he was fourteen K <laughs> in Death Race. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. <laughs> and then, uh, did, so even before they get to this island, when Sonya and her partner Jax, <laughs> Jax Briggs, yeah. Is, like, scoping out this dragon ship. So, that black dude that comes with him on the island, whose name is Art. <laughs> yes! The that nice should have been Jack. Yeah, that should have been Jax. It should have been. I know Jack shows up in the sequel. Yeah, he shows up in the sequel, and they give him his, his big metal arms, which is pretty badass. But the sequel sucked. Yeah. Like, Art should have been Jax. It's too... Well, I don't know. I don't like the what happens to Art in this movie. Yeah, Art gets... He does, f- yeah. He doesn't deserve what happens to him. Because I didn't know what his name was, and I just kept calling him the nice black guy. <laughs> because, like, he shows up in only two scenes. Once, like, during, like, the... When I think Sub-Zero shows up and ices that dude. Or somewhere around there. Yeah. Or maybe when Goro shows up. Uh, well, he's on the boat with them. Like, he kind of... Be- Kind of befriends them when they're on the boat on the way okay, there. Oh, yeah. oh, that's true. But anyway, he's just like, just seems to be happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and in my notes, I put, he must have been decent at it because he made it all the way to Goro. And if you play the game, <laughs> Goro is second from the top of the tournament. So he made yeah. it all the way to Goro. Again, how does this fucking tournament work? <laughs> at a certain point, Shang Tsung's just like, these humans have been winning long enough. Time to introduce Goro. Right. And then he just murders a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. Where it was like, so who are that they montage fighting? of people falling in river rock. Are they just fighting a bunch <laughs> of weird, like, those weird, like, muscular monks that showed up? That oh, they, sure. Like, fucking oh, henchmen? Yeah. <laughs> and they just got to a point where it's like, okay, we fed him enough henchmen. Now let's send Goro to kill all of them. Right. <laughs> like, why don't you send Goro to begin with so you don't lose all your fucking henchmen? Yeah. That's that's a good point. <laughs> also, Goro, I think, looks pretty great in a movie of this caliber. Yeah, but it, it's like, okay, you have Goro. He can't do shit. 
Right. <laughs> like, his fight scenes are just clobbering. Yeah. To the <laughs> point where, like, when he fights Johnny Cage, he looks like the most pathetic piece of shit. Because he gets hit in the nuts and then chases him up a cliff where he gets thrown off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're this fucking imposing ass figure and all it take all it took was getting punched in the nuts <laughs> yep. and then being led up to the, the edge of a cliff where right. you're like <laughs> and yeah. you like slipped off <laughs> like what a pathetic dickhead yeah. he can't yeah. he's this this awesome fighter and he can't fucking keep his balance on a cliff i know the only downside i think of the goro design that is torso is very long. Oh yeah, and it looks odd because like the original, he looks like a centipede. <laughs> uh, he looks like that centipede from fucking James and the Giant Peach, <laughs> that weird claymation movie. <laughs> no, uh, so he, he uh, in the in the original game like. He was, like, a big hulking figure with, like, his second pair of arms, like, tucked in the armpit oh, yeah. of his other arms. And, like, I look good. And then later on in the series, they have him designed where it's, like, two sets of rib cages on top of one another. So he does have that long, weird torso. Yeah. I fucking hated that design. Yeah. And that's what the this design had. Yeah. And now it's gone back to, like, the arms, like, tucked in the armpit, which looks, like, Yeah, those way are cooler. Better. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I love, I love the scene when he's like killing art when like he picks him up with his lower arms yeah. and then raises like his upper arms and just fucking just like, yeah, double axe handles his ass to death. <laughs> yeah. Goro <laughs> kicks ass. He's like one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah. He's cool as franchise. shit. But like they, they could only do so much with him in this. Cause it's like, you can only, it's right. 95 for as good so much... as it looks. You can only do so much because do... they probably have yeah. one suit of this yeah. <laughs> and he can't yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> All right, so I want to bring up, so I, I call this the info dump dinner. Okay, that's So, like, good. when um, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya sneak away from the rest of the group, and they, like, travel through these caves or whatever, and they, like, sneak up and they see Kano and Goro having dinner together. Uh-huh. Are they on a fucking date? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Because they're alone. Yes. And they're eating dinner together. Well. Until Shang Tsung shows up. Eating is a strong word because Kano was just taking bites of meat and yeah. spitting them out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like taking a bite of a huge drumstick, throwing it away, chewing on it for a while until it falls out of his mouth, and then picking up <laughs> another thing and taking huge bites out of it. But it is, it's such a weird scene because it's just those two in a room together. No one's there. Right. Just having a conversation. Do you So think, it's like, are they on a date? Can, <laughs> do you think they've met before this? I don't know. Like, there's people that have, have no reason to believe magic exists that are just like, oh. So that's a thing. Right. Like, it takes Liu Kang two times <laughs> before he's like, I think that's the God of Thunder. <laughs> Yeah. Like, he meets him at the fucking monk temple, and right. there's, like, lightning coming out of his eyes. Right. And Liu Kang's like, you're not the god of thunder. <laughs> yeah. It's and then it's not until he sees Raiden being pure energy, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, man's the god of thunder. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, like, all cocksure about himself, telling all of his buds. Well, like, 
Yeah, well, he's the god of thunder. You just gotta deal with it. <laughs> Fuck you, Luke Kang. You didn't believe him for shit. <laughs> you dumb cinch waste bitch. Yeah. Also, Luke Kang just says, Hey, I'm gonna represent you in the tournament to these monks that are just like, no. He's like, no, nah, I'm gonna and he leaves and they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it to get revenge for my brother. That's not the good reason to go, Lou. <laughs> well, I'm going to. He's like, okay. <laughs> They don't send anyone. They don't, yeah, they don't stop they don't, him. They don't stop him. They don't try and send anyone else. Just like, all right, we yeah. can't stop him. Well, I guess Raiden didn't really help either. He's like, you will come with me, Lou. <laughs> the least intimidating voice ever for a Thunder God. Fucking Christ. Raiden doesn't do jack shit in this. He does nothing. The most he does, he just like fucking like shows up when like henchmen are about to kill him. And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like like lightning come out of his eyes. Yeah. Lame. He sucks. <laughs> and then he gets instantly replaced in the next movie. Did he? Yeah. I thought he was in the next movie. Nope. <laughs> He's in the opening of the next movie because they show the very last scene of one in the beginning. And then <sighs> when it starts... I know Sonya Blade got, got Sonya Blade gets replaced and Raiden gets replaced <sighs> by... Oh, he's in a bu- in a bunch of stuff, and he even gets like a short haircut in it. And <laughs> I like, remember the short haircut was weird because he even makes reference to it. He's like, "You like my haircut?" I'm like, "Oh, this must have been a reshoot." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. God Annihilation is so bad, man. I almost kind of want to watch because like, I remember Sindel being the worst actress ever. <laughs> There's that one clip that always gets circulated. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it is now, but it's it terribly red. Like, you! Whatever <laughs> fucking shit. So do you think when making this movie they knew how bad it was? Wow, I don't it? know. Because, man, like, like I was saying, like, during the info dump dinner, like, Shang Tsung shows up and they just say their entire plan mm-hmm. during that. To where, like, every time someone's name is said, they just cut back to the three of them, and they're just, like, looking at each other. Like, it looks like a fucking Scooby-Doo scene. <laughs> like, even down to where, like, fucking, they're going through, and, like, they see the the silhouette of Goro, and Johnny Cage just looks over at Sonya's like, maybe you should go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, what the fuck is... <laughs> it felt like this is Mortal Kombat, and I'm look. I feel like I'm like watching like an episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah, it, that was it. Was no good. <laughs> also, why is it such a big thing that John? It, like, there's tabloids coming out saying that they Johnny Cage can't fight. Well, yeah, I I don't know. So like, my... like the tabloid he sees when they go to like. Hong Kong, uh-huh. where it's just like a bunch of like Japanese writing, and then like Johnny Cage in a cat pose. <laughs> <laughs> I want my, one of my notes is um, the actor they chose for Johnny Cage looks like he actually like he knows karate, and that's not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, like, it was supposed to be Jean like uh, Jean Claude yeah. Van Damme, but then he, he did he, Street, he did Street Fighter, Fighter instead. instead. But, uh, well, that's, like, what Johnny Cage is even based on, is yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme with the splits and all that shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, he just looks like the a white nerdy guy that takes, like, karate. Yeah. 
and he's like an adult that does it with kids or whatever. Like karate yeah, like he, with like, kids. Yeah, like he does like he teaches karate to strip mall. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looks like. That's why I'm saying it's not a compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of my weird favorite scenes in this is that so when Johnny Cage gets uh uh gets uh like uh, like convinced to do the tournament. Uh-huh. It's from this like weird, like portly karate master. I guess <clears throat> I thought it was maybe like an actor. Was it like a martial arts master? He called a master something. Oh, I when don't he remember. showed up, but it's daylight. Yeah, he's like filming a scene. It's daylight, and yeah. this guy's like, "Hey." You should do this tournament. Like people are saying that you're not good at karate. Right. You should do this tournament and prove people that you're the best. Yeah. And then it cuts to a scene where it's pitch black and the guy turns into Shang Tsung. <laughs> yeah. So I want to see what the fuck did Shang Tsung do as his portly kung fu master <laughs> between when it was fucking bright as day out <laughs> and super like dark night. Mm. That's a good it question. It was, like, so just gallivanted weird. around as this... Just walking around and, like... This karate master or <laughs> actor. For no reason. <laughs> like, it just it just cuts to its pitch black night out, and he's in this, like, empty back lot and just turns back into Shang Tsung. Right. Like, did, was it, like, a Cinderella thing? Did you have to wait till midnight? <laughs> yeah. To turn back into Shang Tsung? That's right. Yeah, until midnight, until he turned it back to his pumpkin. <laughs> So fucking stupid. So when the movie came out, do you? I want to say like the martial arts in this were pretty great when the movie came out. Yeah, I was really into it, but, but I was also a kid. Yeah, when it and this came is like out. back in the nineties where like all of like major fight scenes were just like very calculated, like slow punches. Because right. like even like going back and watching Air Force One for credits due. All the fight scenes are like that. Just, like, very, like, calculated, like, throwing back all the way you can punches mm-hmm. into, like, the big, like, psh! <laughs> Where, like, nowadays, like, fight scenes you see nowadays are very MMA-inspired. Like, yeah. even, like, watching, like, Avengers, like, watching Black Widow doing, like, her weird head scissors UFC, like, yeah. leg trips and shit like that. Like, right. fight scenes are so different nowadays it's like going back and watching this where it's like so much of it is karate based, but it's like very calculated karate based where like it doesn't feel like an actual fight anymore. It just feels right. like, why are you going we so slow? We rehearsed this a few times. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like you watch any action movie from back here, like Lethal Weapon and shit. Like I remember like the thing I loved the most about Lethal Weapon 4 was that they brought in Jet Li who like did actual karate where it looked like an actual fight instead of just like just all the way back throwing punches. Well, even like at the end of this movie, like Liu Kang is supposed to be like the karate master, right? Yeah. He's like the hero of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And he's fighting Shang Tsung. All he's doing is throwing huge haymakers. Oh yeah. Like lefts and rights. He does the whole fucking thing where he's just like windmill punching him over into the pit. That's all he did. And it's so stupid. 900 times just (laughs) like that. Not even. He hits him like 12 times. No spin kicks. No. No nothing. 
He just fucking winds up yeah. and haymakers him. Like I was surprised that they they gave him the bicycle kick when he fought Reptile. I, I figured he'd save that for the very end because that's what he's known for. Or at least that flying kick, you know? Like yeah, nothing. He doesn't oh, do. Doesn't he give him the like the flying kick at the end? Like no, the, he does like a fireball. Punch. Oh yeah, he does like the fucking Hadouken. Yeah, into the fucking or even like shot a fireball because he yeah because he like, yeah cause he can do that. Yeah, he wonders in the, like in the how, game. even if like in the movies like how did I even do that? Like Mortal Kombat, just, it gives a shit. Yeah, it's, it's Mortal you're, Kombat. Yeah, another rule. The, yeah, the rules don't make sense. Yeah, he fucking turns into a dragon in the next one. Who gives a <laughs> yeah, shit? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I actually couldn't remember if that <laughs> happened in this or the next one. Because I I was at, getting at the end of this one. I'm like, it'd be really weird if you turned to the dragon right now. And he, thank God he did he not. He didn't. Um, also, as right... <laughs> he's talking to Shang Tsung at the very end, right? He's got the big dragon medallion on the floor. Yeah. Shang Tsung's up on that ledge, up that staircase. Yeah. And he's down on the floor. I laughed so hard when Liu Kang says... You can look into my soul, but you don't own it. And then the camera never cuts, but follows Liu Kang to proceed to run up the entire <laughs> flight of stairs, killing any dramatic tension at all, and, like, watches him run up this small circular flight of stairs to then stand in front of a pose in front of Shang Tsung yeah. ready to fight like, him. They should have made, like, they should have, like, some cool shit where, like, he just, like, jumped up there. Right. Where it was like, holy shit! <laughs> No, they just nope. watch him like, run in real time. Yeah, up the not even run, gallop. He like gallops <laughs> up the fucking stairs, pranced. Yeah, he pranced. <laughs> that was to the point where I was like belly laughing because yeah. that was so funny to me. Yeah, um, and I also don't think he knows what a flawless victory is because he I says feel... it for every 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 match. Luke. Like, Flawless victory. Well, yeah, uh, he does, like Shang Tsung does, but then at the very end, I felt like they needed to give, like, Liu Kang a one-liner to go out on, and he didn't have a flawless victory, because no. Shang Tsung got some hits on him. Yeah, he kicked the shit out of him. Liu Kang, you don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. They should have, like, something where, like, Sonya just walks him and she's just like, finish him. Yeah. Or some shit like that. Yeah. They'd been badass. Yeah, shoots a fireball at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bicycle kicks him while he's on the ground. Straight up fatalities him. <laughs> yeah. Rips that, that out his head with spikes. spine attached. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Or does his weird <laughs> fatality where he turns into the arcade machine and drops on him? <laughs> god damn it. Oh my god. It's probably a brutality now. Oh yeah. It's not for cool sure. to be a fatality now. Um I think I got through all my notes. But yeah, this uh this, I guess, going into this movie, I had, like, pretty high expectations. Because the last time I remember watching this, I must have watched it with, like, a group of friends and was, like, having a great time with it. Yeah. Or watched it, like, a long time ago. And I'm like, man, that kicked ass. <laughs> and I watched it this time. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, well, our, 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 uh, our, our uh, very well-known... Twitter follower Sam even yeah. like put out a thing where he was like, "This is great, but it is dated." <laughs> and I was like, "That's probably a really good yes uh, that, 
really good uh, uh, review for this. Where it like, is dated AF. Dated as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because it was like, yeah, I remember watching this as a kid and loving. I even I think I even liked Annihilation as a kid. Yeah. Even though Annihilation is probably shit times more worse than this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just everything is so choreographed and so slow and like the only things i really liked were like Liu kang and reptiles fight and uh shang sung and kano mm -hmm. everything else was just like holy shit <laughs> yeah when is this gonna fucking end <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah like in terms of this like i wanted to like it more but holy fuck it's <laughs> it's I had to really scrape to really dig anything in this. So I'm going to give this like a D plus. Yeah, I I'll, I was not even going to be that generous. I, I'm not going <laughs> to give it an F. I was going to give it just a solid D. Yeah. Like, I did really like Kano in this. I, I, yeah, I did really too. like Kano and I like Shang Tsung. And like, they, they worked their ass off to try and make this interesting. Yeah. So I can appreciate it for that. And I did really, I, even though it's, there's fight scenes nowadays that are way better. Like, I felt that Liu Kang reptile fight was pretty good for yep. its time. Yep. It's just everything else felt so choreographed and dated that I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, once that reptile fight came up, it was like a it was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, thank God. Yeah. They're like, this feels like an actual fight in some sense. Yeah. And then <sighs> they... I. I thought that Mortal Kombat theme was more rampant throughout this movie. It only shows up maybe twice. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it more, and it never showed up. Yeah. It's like at the beginning, and then like oddly at a point where they just fight a bunch of henchmen. Yeah. Like you think it'd be in like a more like standout point. It's like, no. Nah. It's a bunch of henchmen show up, and they play the Mortal Kombat theme while they... Kick the shit out of these guys with like wrapped up heads. Yeah, I I thought it would be, and I oh, is it during when he fights reptile too? No, they play the reptile theme during the reptile. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think that would have given it like a burst of energy. The yeah. Mortal Kombat. Is that the best part about the movie? Is oh, the dude, theme. I get so psyched. So <laughs> I know. So do I. I. Uh, like. I, I watched a little bit of this when I was laying in bed and, and I watched the beginning of it and like <laughs> me and Molly's dog Roy was laying in bed and he was like fast asleep and I didn't know how loud it was so I played it the first thing that plays is yelling Mortal Kombat and the volume was all the way up so it yells Mortal Kombat and then Roy just like sits like like so at attention because it just <laughs> all I could hear was someone yelling <laughs> Scared the fuck out of him. <laughs> I watched this. I was apprehensive about watching this with my kids. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of violent. They were fine. Like yeah. all that Macy wanted to see was the dragon boat. Once she saw it, she's like, "Look, Dad, a dragon boat. Where's the dragon boat?" That's what she asked the whole movie. They gonna get on the dragon boat? I'm like, man. Yep. Yeah, maybe we should keep watching. God. It's so weird what kids take out of what I they want. want to I want Mace to be part of the show because everything <laughs> she has the most innocent ideas of everything. All like we're talking shit about this, and she's all about dragon boats. Yeah, she wanted that dragon boat. That's all she wanted, <laughs> and wanted to know where it was at all times and when it was going to be ridden. 
<laughs> uh, but it was it was it was quite disappointing for me. I w- I'd probably give it a D. Yeah. Um, I know. So, but I, so I even wrote down all of the turn around the movie winners, and I even made up my own list. Okay. So, uh, the winners up to this point, Troy, is... I'm going to write them down so I don't forget. Our first one was UHF. Okay, Our yes. second one was Tombstone. Uh-huh. Our third one was Falling Down. Four was Jerry Maguire. Five was Platoon. Six was Misery. And number seven, this one, Mortal Kombat. So, um, I have my list... Misery. ...of my, uh, favorites, starting from number seven... My my number seven is Mortal Kombat. What name them all again? I'm missing oh. one. UHF, Tombstone, Falling Down, Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire. That's the one. Platoon, Misery, Mortal Kombat. Okay. So my number seven, this took it Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, my number six is UHF. Okay. My number five is Tombstone. Okay. My number four is Platoon. My number three is Misery. My number two is Jerry Maguire, and my number one is Falling Down. Okay. Um, I would also say Mortal Kombat's my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I'm going to have Tombstone as my next one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you like UHF more than I did. I do. Uh, oh man, I don't know. I'm, now I'm kind of stuck between like two. I probably liked, you know what? Okay, I'll do Mortal Kombat. Tombstone, Misery, UHF, Platoon, Jerry Maguire, Falling Down. Right on. I think that's all of them. And I even think, even while Falling Down, I wasn't having, like, the best time because it made me uncomfortable watching it now. (laughs) So I probably would, like, I'd rather watch UHF over this. But, like, (laughs) looking back, like, it is a Man, Falling Down's really good. Made movie. Oh, that's so good. <clears throat> but we also have other like Mortal Kombat things we wanted to touch on too, like the games. What oh, this yeah. is all based on? Yeah. Um, I never really got into. I liked Mortal Kombat because I always tried to play it when I saw it at the arcades. If I would go to the arcade, oh yeah, for sure. But I never owned like the first three. The very first one I owned was Mortal Kombat Four, and that's like probably the worst one. <laughs> it is like. The first one that went 3D. Yeah. And so it had a game-breaking mechanic in it where you could just sidestep everything. Oh, God. So, like, any, like, fireball that you would shoot, you could just continually just sidestep in a circle around your opponent and never <sighs> get hit by any of that shit. Ugh. Yeah. And it introduced, like, a weapons system that everyone had their own weapon. Um, oh, God. So, like, I don't know. I... I wasn't a fan when they also had that in, like, one of the other, like, PlayStation 2 ones, where every, um, like, fighting, uh, they had a fighting, like, three fighting styles and one also was a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just a fan of, like, you have one set of moves. Yeah. Like, one fighting stance. Yeah. And, like, it's 2D sides. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't, like, that's, like, the perfect like set yeah. up right there. And I'm like, glad the newer games went back. Yeah, even to that. now yeah, even nowadays it's like more 2D and I really dig that. Yeah. But yeah, I remember my my initial uh memories of Mortal Kombat was for some reason 
I don't remember why we had it, but like we had someone's Sega Genesis for like a week. And uh my uh we went to the Shiverinas uh-huh. at the point at that <laughs> time which was like the main uh like rental place in town where you could rent like videos and stuff and they had like games there. So like we went there and I was like my mom was like, okay, you can rent one game and then you can play it for the week because we, we have to give it back to whoever's right. Genesis was. And like I, I think I wanted to rent Shaq Fu or something. <laughs> and my mom was like, well, no, well, don't don't get that. How? Well, people are talking about this Mortal Kombat. Why don't you get this? You're like six. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> super young. So like, I was, so I listened to my mom and I got, I think it was like Mortal Kombat 2. And it was like, I was still at that point where, like, blood made me cry. <laughs> so, like, fatalities would happen where, like, dudes would, like, blow me up and I'd be fucking be terrified and, like, <laughs> run away screaming playing Mortal Kombat. And it was the only game I could play for a fucking week. So I'd, tr- I'd, I'd keep trying to play it. Cause Traumatized. It was, yeah, because I'd keep trying to play it because it's the only time I had a Sega Genesis. So I'd keep right. trying to play it and I'd keep getting fucking scared and crying and running away. <laughs> For like a week, it sucked. Uh, but I, I mean, I did play uh, at a friend's house. Uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, which had yeah. like every character on the roster from that point, yeah. and I think a few other ones that are introduced like in that game. Yeah, that one is awesome. Yeah. The mechanics of it are great. Like it's still got the sprites for the <laughs> the people, which I fucking love. Like the live action like actors playing the people <laughs> like i and they're just like the cartoony 2d sprites or whatever that like made it like, gave it such a charm that like was so different than like street fighter which were like cartoony yeah i think that's maybe why like the also the esrb was made <laughs> so like oh yeah because i th- it mortal Kombat like made it so games had to be rated oh yeah yeah because <laughs> they they made shit violent as fuck yeah um, but I, that one was like the one that really hooked me. And so when we got like a PlayStation and the new Mortal Kombat came out, it's like the fourth one. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm all in. And then end up being kind of <laughs> shitty, but I ended up <laughs> having to kind of like it because back then it's like, we didn't have a ton of money just to buy games. So yeah. you get one, play it for six months until mm-hmm. you're tired of it. And then you get another one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. It wasn't until, like, the PlayStation 2 ones started coming out. I think yeah. that was, like, the next ones to come out anyway. Or it was, like, Deadly Alliance. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't even I remember, remember we, what. <laughs> so we had, like, a... We had, like a, like, a kid that was, like, kind of autistic when we were growing up that loved Mortal Kombat and vacuum cleaners. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it was an odd thing. Yeah, but. so, like, anytime we'd come across him, he would... He spouted the entire intro to Deadly Alliance yep. verbatim. Yeah. Like, he, you, all he had to do was ask him, and he would he would say it, like, verbatim, like, word for word. Like, yep. we must stop this Deadly Alliance! <laughs> yeah, he had an instant recall for all of that. Like, yeah. All the dialogue, all yeah. the narration. He, he knew loved it. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he fucking loved Mortal Kombat. It was Mortal so Kombat. cool. <laughs> all he had to do was ask him and like teachers would get pissed because he'd start saying it and it was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not a nice thing to talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yep. But like, all he had to do was bring it up and he would say it verbatim. And it yep. was awesome. Um, let's see. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was the first one for like, 
the PlayStation 2, and then Deception, and then those two were pretty good. Yeah. But the next one that I really loved was actually Shaolin Monks. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. ever play that one? I've never played it all the way through. I think I've played a few levels with you when you had that PlayStation 2. That was... Because it broke from the format of just being, like, a fighter. It yeah. was, like, a role-playing game where you yeah. played a... Sh- uh... You could play two-player with it, too, because yeah. you were, like, Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Yep, and you were the Shaolin monks, you would go through all this stuff, and you... it was pretty much the game of 2, Mortal Kombat 2, but you played through it as a story. Oh, nice. And, like, traversed through all, like, yeah. the realms and stuff. Yeah. Me and Dinosaur Neil one time, like, stayed up... <laughs> Until 6 a.m. to beat the whole game. Like, we started, like, at 9, played all the way till 6 a.m. Holy shit. Just to beat the whole game. And then, if you beat it, you can play as Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Oh. That was pretty sweet. Because Scorpion, like, I'm surprised they even got it through. Because his classic catch line of, like, get over here. Yeah. Like, if you do, like, his hook and or spear move. Yeah. Like, a, like at random points, it'll say, get the fuck over here. And it'll like pull you in. And I'm like, did you say fuck? <laughs> and then another, and then if you do it again, another random one will be, get over here, bitch. And I'm like, holy shit, Scorpion kicks ass in this game. <laughs> it, it is awesome. Um, That's badass. But I think it's in Mortal Kombat Deception, if I'm not mistaken. There's a mini game portion in that one wasn't it armageddon or something no it, it wasn't armageddon it's it's either deadly thought, alliance or okay. deception i thought it was the maybe it was not the one where they can play as anybody that one is armageddon yeah. where it's everybody but the one that i know we wanted to bring up yeah. is i want to say it's deception but i okay. might be wrong. it's either deadly alliance or deception but they had like mini games you could play yeah and we one played like, pu- puzzle combat where like yeah when you first moved back to Back to around here, like, I would show up and we'd play it and we'd get so pissed at each other. (laughs) We played the minigame more than the actual game. Yeah. (laughs) For whatever reason, this puzzle combat got super competitive. Oh, totally. (laughs) We would always, like, we'd, like, fucking, like, corner, like, the character that had the best ability in the game and, like, try and, like, use them all the time and be like, fuck. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, man! Yeah. I think it was like Sindel had the best one. She, like, she could like scream and clear the whole board or something. Yeah. Yeah, she did. And then it's like other people had some very shitty special moves. Like Baraka's yeah. would just like... Yeah, Baraka's had like the... The like, edger the, Yeah, the blades would just like come up and just like clear like the edges. Where yeah, it was like, it's like... I don't need Sind- that. Yeah, Sindel clears the whole fucking board. <laughs> Why do I need you, you piece of shit? I did like some other ones where it would drop... Well, actually, if you got huge combos, it would drop them on the other player. Yeah. That was pretty fun. And yeah. then, like, other ones, you could jumble up their board. That was other special moves. Yeah. Anyway, I would be into playing that right now. Oh, dude, yeah. We would, <laughs> we would like, piss each other off playing that. Yeah. Like, we, we'd, fuck you! We'd like, like, throw the controller down. It'd be, like, you, Dinosaur Neil, my other brothers at, like, my oh, apartment. Yeah. And we'd just be, like, yeah, we puff, would, puff, yeah, passing we'd the puff, controller. Puff, pass it and just, like, fucking... <laughs> Like if whoever won, they keep going, and like there'd be times where like one of us would just keep going like three rounds, where we'd right. be like, "Fucking fuck lose you. already, you fuck piece of you. shit!" Fuck you! Yeah. Anyway, that was a great time to be alive. Oh, loved it. That was so good. 
And then after Armageddon came out, that's the one where, like, it literally had everybody in the Everyone. game. Everyone. But they got rid of fatalities in that game. That every, they did? It was create a fatality. Oof. And they fucking sucked. And Oof. everyone hated it. I'm, But that, like, pretty much killed it. Yeah. Um, because then that jumped into, like, the PS3 era, yeah. where it was Mortal Kombat versus DC. That which was, was fun. Kind of fun, except they took away fatalities for the DC people, just made them brutalities. Yeah. Even though some of them would obviously kill. Yeah. <laughs> like. The... Yeah, well, they, 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 uh, I think they, uh, they level it down towards teens, so they didn't, like, do anything too violent. Yeah, and I think that was just because, I think at this point in time, also Warner Brothers bought the license to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I think so, Because Midway Games went out of business or something along okay. those lines. Yeah. So it was made by, uh, then NetherRealm, well, now NetherRealm Studios and, like, WB Games. Yeah. So they can incorporate that crossover yeah. in there. Because I remember there was even, like, a, there was, like, a quote-unquote fatality from the Joker where all he did was, like, pull his pistol out and fire it, but they, like, zoomed out on his face while he fired. Where yeah. it was like, well, that's not even a fucking fatality. Right. You're just watching, right. just watching the Joker's face smile as he shoots someone in the head. Right. You're not watching him actually shoot, shoot someone in the head. Yeah. And I think they use that fatality later in Injustice, maybe? Maybe. Or maybe Aaron Black used it. I'm not sure. But they reused that one to show it in its full glory in a different game. Yeah. Um... Speaking of Injustice, like, I think that comes out after Mortal Kombat relaunch, where it's just branded Mortal Kombat again for, like, the generation of consoles after that. Yeah. Which was, like, when they started doing that, it made the game way more cinematic, Mm -hmm. which I always wanted it to be. Like, Mm -hmm. I I liked the arcadiness of it, but at one point when they were trying to, like, incorporate way more story into it... Like, I always wanted the fatalities to be, like, more of a bigger deal and, like, highlight them. Yeah. Instead of just, like, it happens just on screen, you know? Yeah. God, I know. Like, the fatalities nowadays are so fun to watch. Yeah. Like, there's YouTube videos made of just, just the fatalities. Yeah. Where, like, you could watch that for, like, hours on end. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, pretty much when a new game comes out now <laughs> of a new Mortal Kombat game. Like, I usually don't buy it until they have, like, the super deluxe gold edition where all the <laughs> DLC characters are in it. You can buy it for ten bucks. Yeah. That's when I'll pick up the game. Yeah. Because I'm a diehard fan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just watch all the fatalities on YouTube. Yeah. And then I'll play it, like, two yeah. years later. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I don't, man... I love Mortal Kombat 10. It's probably my favorite Mortal Kombat that I've ever played. Yeah. It's it's so fun and like 11's okay, but like they go way too in depth on the whole like put this rune in this thing that you wear to ward off ice powers and shit where it's mm. like, I don't fucking like that shit. But like Oh, like um is that like uh, RPG elements where you're yeah playing, uh, yeah I don't want to do any of that shit yeah either. there's so much that shit in eleven where I I can't stand it but like ten is so fun like you can just play you can just put ten on and like just pick the character that you want and just like kind of play it just mindlessly okay and that's what I want my Mortal Kombat's to be yeah and they just introduce characters here and there where like they're interesting and fun to play as like I think that's the one that has that introduces i can't remember what their names are but it's like this big brute and like a baby with a fucking giant like wolverine claw oh yeah 
Uh, and <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Yeah. I, I keep wanting to say Toka and Razor. That's from Ninja it's Turtles pretty, yeah, 2. It's, it's pretty close to that, though, I think. <laughs> but no, but I love them because it's just like this big brute, and then this baby just comes in and just like fucking slices dudes in half. Yeah. And like, I don't. Yeah, it's so good. And they even have, like, the Predator and Alien in that one, too. Yep. So I love Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah. I've, uh, it's unfortunate, like, the newest ones have been coming out when I'm, like, doing, like, big, huge things in my life, like, buying a house and getting married and having kids and stuff. Because I have no time to play it, even though I would love, and I don't really want to play it in front of my kids now. Yeah. Because it is way violent. I would say get Mortal Kombat, like, especially because it's probably, like, super cheap now. I would, I think you would really love Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah. I wanna... And they have, like, the XL now, out now, where, like, you can get all, like, the, uh, all of the, D, like, the DLC DLCs and, and shit, like, all the extra characters and shit, so I think you really dig it. Alright, maybe I will do that. Because um... they have, like, Predator and Alien and Jason and shit on there. Right. It's really fun. Um... But I Mortal Kombat 11 won for best story for the It has this a pretty year. cool story. And that's what I heard, too, like, going back in time and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, they introduce, like, older characters to the younger selves where, like, I love watching, like, Johnny Cage interact with his younger self or, like, his younger selves being like, hey, you want to hit that? And he's like, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I really dug like Mortal Kombat 11 story. Yeah, all right, sweet deal. I saw over the holidays it had like a bit of a sale on it, but it still didn't have all the DLC, so I was still mm. gonna wait. But uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my history with the yeah. Mortal Kombat franchise. Like, we talked about as much about the video games as we did the movie, <laughs> <laughs> and like, apparently that new movie's coming out sometime. I think it's supposed to come out like around this time next year. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Like a January dumping ground. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I don't wouldn't know. expect anything less. Yeah, I'm <laughs> curious to see what they will do now that, like, we have, like, an established, like, fighting style where it's, like, more MMA and more fast-paced. Yeah. And they introduce that with, like, the ideas of Mortal Kombat in and of itself. Like, I would like to see more... I would like to see, like, a Mortal Kombat movie be less, like... Following three heroes battling a bunch of villains and more like, like rat race where like you're following different stories. Oh yeah, but they're in this one tournament. Yeah, yeah. Because there's can... so much, there's so much they could do with like Scorpion and Sub Zero story. Yeah, and like, uh, like Kano and Sonya's and yep. like Johnny Cage by himself and Kung Lao and mm-hmm. like Liu Kang. Like, I don't know. Like just like going through Mortal Kombat. Like the game by itself is pretty interesting because it's like when you play as that character in the story like you see like the whole thing about Mortal Kombat is like if you win you get like what you want in life fulfilled for you and they like play out the whole like backstory to that at the end yeah to like kind of see like why am I here and what like do I make it to this certain point where I can like fulfill that? Like, especially like Scorpion and Sub-Zero, like their stories are really interesting. Yeah. And all they really do for the movie is like, they're mortal enemies, but I have them under my spell. Yeah. And they end up (laughs) just being fodder. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're like like, the most popular characters. Even down to like Scorpion has like this weird, like reptile 
spear that comes out of his hand. Oh, yeah. I hate that. It's so stupid. <laughs> and he never does the get over here where he actually puts it through somebody. It nope. goes into a tree and dies. Right. It splats into a tree <laughs> in that fucking orchard. <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Uh... God, that movie was garbage. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, that, I think that's that's going to do it for us. It's going to do it for um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, so if people want to talk about a little bit of MK with you, JT, we're going to do or so. Do you want to talk about what we went into? Oh, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, well, there's not too many things I went into. <laughs> uh, I watched... Uh, I watched... Uh, there's a new series on HBO called The Outsider, mm-hmm. and me and Molly watched the first episode of that. It's got Bendy Mendy in oh, there. Oh, okay. Good. And, uh, man, I'm really digging it. Like, yeah. that first episode's really good. Uh, it's about uh, Ben, ben Mendelsohn plays, like, this detective who's on the case of someone just murdered, like, this young kid in, a, in the woods, and they have all this set evidence that points to this dad played by Jason Bateman mm-hmm. and they they have him pretty much dead to rights they're about ready to put him away in jail until they get this evidence that shows that he was actually like in another state like 70 miles away but like they have video footage of him committing the crime and also this footage of him being at like some conference like all these like 70 miles away so then, like, the whole series is, like, so did what did he did he trick something? Does he have, like, some kind of thing set up? Because, like, Jason Bateman is perfect for this because he, he has that, like, face where, like, he can look both worried and, like, be, like, fuck you at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. And it's awesome because it's, like, there's so many times where, like, you see him and you have no idea, like, what he's thinking at that point. Where he's being like, why is this happening to me? Or if he's being like, I've got these guys under my... They, they don't have, they have no fucking clue. Right. And, like, even, like, down to where... spell. <laughs> <laughs> even, like, down to where, like, they're following, like, the, the video footage of, like, him committing the crime. And they're, like, following him to, like, this train station. And, like, he's just, like, looking in the camera and flipping him off. Where it's, like... Is that Jason Bateman doing it? Or is this like some kind of like supernatural thing? Is it like mm-hmm. an alien or something that's like taking his form? Like, uh-huh. but it, it's so cool because you have no idea if it's even gonna be like a supernatural thing or if it's like a thing that he's like, uh, like tricked them into thinking that he's at this conference, and it's like, ah, like I'm I'm like hooked right now because they play it up where there's so much tension where. That you have no idea who's telling the truth and what's right or what's wrong. So I'm really into it right now. All right. Righteous. Righteous. <laughs> and, uh, fuck. Oh, and, um, I started just on a whim because I heard it's been really good. I've started watching the show Killing Eve, mm-hmm. which, uh, it's on Hulu if you want to check it out. But it's, it was on, like, BBC America. And, like, it's about, like, these two women. One is, uh, like a part of like this task force for like the MI five. And the other one is like an assassin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the chick from MI five is trying to like hunt her, like this assassin down, but it's like, 
they're both in parts of their lives where like the woman that's part of MI5 is feels kind of domesticated and wants to like branch out more and the chick that's the, the assassin is like living this extravagant life where she wants to be more domestic so it's like one of these stories where like they're hunting each other but then the more they get to know each other they're like realizing that they kind of want their lives okay and and it's pretty interesting i'm i'm digging it so far it's the one with like Sandra O oh and yeah but it's 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 pretty interesting so far i'm digging it okay yeah i saw a preview of that and like i don't know why but i find Sandra O oh very annoying <laughs> I can see that, but, but uh, in this, this like, looked like it would draw my attention. Yeah, she's way more low key in this. Yeah, and they really they make like crime fighting look like such a fucking boring job. Because okay. like she like comes in and she's like sitting in a cubicle until she gets into a, like a meeting where they're like, okay, so uh, this murder happened, so we're gonna ha- go through all the gritty details of this, <laughs> but in a very boring manner. Right. Where she's like, I don't. This fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Until she like meets someone that like lives this extravagant life where she's like, holy shit, this is kind of interesting, but she's killing people, so I should stop her. I don't know. It, it's really good. I'm I'm digging it so far. Um Awesome. And that uh, that's all I've been into. I haven't really been into much. I've while you've been going on, I've been going through my streaming things to see if I've been watching anything. And there's been things that I wanted to start, but then just get overturned by kids in the room because yeah. they just want to do anything else. Yeah. So I started watching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> yeah. which is on Netflix, by the way. Oh, it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. The one that's in our tournament is on Netflix right there now. There you go. Um, Stay on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. Um, I actually started watching and try to catch up on Ozark. Oh, yeah. Um, that got nixed because yeah. i probably watched toy story 2 again or whatever it is <laughs> um and then there was something else i wanted to watch on disney plus i think the rocketeer is on disney plus i think it is too and i've wanted to watch that again because i think macy might like it um but probably not what am i fucking kidding <laughs> more um, woody but yeah more buzzing woody buzzing woody buzzing woody i'm like ah <laughs> and Woody. But uh, it's a lot of things that I've wanted to watch and had just haven't gotten. Plus, everybody in my house is sick this week, and it just has been a piece of shit. Fun! Yeah. That, I've probably been to the doctor every day this week. My God. <laughs> it's been a bit of a chore. And I still have another doctor visit tomorrow. And that's my last one of the week, hopefully. God. I know. It's not great. <laughs> not great at all, Joel. Yeah. I had to go on Monday because Miles has like an ear infection. He had some weird gross shit in his ears. Oof. And then uh, Chelsea went on Tuesday, found out she had influenza. Yeah. Then I had to go yesterday <laughs> to get blood work done. And then today... Uh oh, today actually didn't have anything. That was pretty great. And then oh, tomorrow good. I have a, an appointment for Macy to get her hip checked out. Oh, fantastic. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> don't have kids. Yeah. And meanwhile, you got me and Molly that don't want to like pay out our fucking uh our like fucking health insurance uh 
wow, what the fuck's it called? Deductible? Yeah, we don't want to play out for deductibles, so we're just, like, avoiding the doctor like the plague. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I, like, separated my shoulders six months ago. I haven't been to the doctor. <laughs> and I'm thinking about pretty going pretty soon to get my foot looked at at the doctor because we've met our deductible, and if I don't go now, <laughs> then at the coming February... I'll have to pay a whole new deductible again. And I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. So I need to do that pretty quick. Yep. I know. I can only afford, like, the worst fucking medical plan on, like, the, like, the, what is it? Like, the marketplace fucking marketplace shit. And it's, like, it's like a fucking, like, $2,000 deductible. Yeah. Where it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, if I find out I have a cancer, I'm just going to fucking do, like, a GoFundMe. <laughs> That's it's only America that's only yeah that's the only that's <laughs> the only way I'll be able to fucking like use that like that's the only reason why I have that whereas like well if I start a GoFundMe for two thousand dollars that won't be as bad as like do like a GoFundMe for like twenty thousand yeah so there you go uh, what a time to God be bless America <laughs> uh, get sick and lose your house <laughs> yum yeah. yeah fun Th- that's uh. That's that's gonna do it for the show, I think. Yeah, a very depressing note. Yeah. So if people want to talk Mortal Kombat with you, JT, where do they do so? They can find me at Flawless Victory with <laughs> Bucky Fervent on Twitter, Bucky Fervent on Instagram, and Bucky Fervent on Snapchat. Troy, you can talk to me about Mortal Kombat on Troy to the Max at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Hit us both up at Review Review Pod if you want to tag us both in that shit. Yes. While there, you can vote for the tournament of random movies. So you can get winners such as Mortal Kombat to move ahead in it. This, oh, please do. Yeah, this week is Dude, Where's My Car versus The Nutty Professor. Yes. Um, all of our episodes are uploaded onto podbean.com, uh, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com to be specific. Um, as well as all the other streaming platforms for podcasts and all your podcasts. We're everywhere. Um, if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you rate and review us there, that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in, such as our friends uh, Jude or uh, Eric. Uh, Eric. He's done some things. Uh, OJ. OJ. Those fine folks write in from time to time. Didn't, it's didn't just OJ a said he sent a package? Yeah, I tried to email OJ about that because I've been going down to the post office to see if it was there and i haven't seen anything yet what the fuck so did jay steal our package jay jay you fuck (laughs) that's the guy who runs the post office (laughs) his name is just simply jay (laughs) he's will smith that's right he's from men in black (laughs) maybe neuralize me and i never remember my packages there can you imagine Uh, But uh, anyway, that'll do it for the show. That'll do it. Yeah. So on Monday, we're going to do a flashback, since we're talking about a video game movie. Let's talk about a movie about a video game. (laughs) Let's go revisit Ready Player One. Oh, boy. Okay. Right on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's ready. Let's let's ready. Let's ready. Let's ready, player one. (laughs) Sounds fun. I've also wanted to go back and revisit that. I kind of wanted to, too. And I think I've seen it on something. Maybe HBO? I don't know. That probably sounds right. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know either, because there's so many other things I kind of so want to watch on top of that. But uh, <laughs> Deathbed viewing. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be the show, so catch us Monday for that flashback. And then uh, for our next show, maybe on Thursday... Depending on how the how wellness. healthy your child, your your children and, and wife are, yeah, we're gonna dive into what so many people have been talking about with us. I I this is blowing me away. How many people are like, I can't wait for you to review this. We're gonna talk about Tango and Cash. Yeah, I, I watched a trailer for this the other day, and there's a scene where they're showering together. Sweet. <laughs> And like Hopefully they high five in the shower, <laughs> and like, like there's like a part where like uh fucking um Kurt Russell drops the soap and picks it up, and like Sylvester Stallone's like whoa 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 I'm not like that, and like Kurt Russell's like I don't like you that much. <laughs> Just the whole scene. <laughs> That's in the trailer. That's in the trailer. <laughs> Awesome. So Sweet. if that's in the trailer, imagine how fucked up this whole movie's going to be. I can't wait. And I can't wait. I remember watching this as a kid. I don't remember anything from it. I just remember watching it as a kid. And, yeah. It's a, it's going to be amazing. I hope so. They try to play off of us just alone as, like, this, like, business genius. Where, like, all they really do is they just show him, like, reading the Wall Street Journal with <laughs> glasses on. That's just a shorthand. You know? <laughs> It's really to get you in the character. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Watch it up. Watch it up. Uh, but that'll do it. That'll so, do it. Uh, uh, until next time, I have been uh, Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JD3K. And we are off.